93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Thursday, January 27th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a 17-year-old student was fatally shot Wednesday afternoon outside of his southwest Philadelphia high school. According to police, the shooting happened at about 2.55 p.m. on the 2300 block of South 66th Street near Bartram High School. Police said Christopher Braxton, who was listed as a 12th grader at the school, was shot in the chest. He was taken to Penn Presbyterian Medical Center, where he died a short time later. He left around dismissal time and shortly thereafter, not far from the school, is where he was shot in the chest at Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small. The school was placed on lockdown while investigators searched for a shooter. No arrests have been made. Investigators are hopeful that cameras in the neighborhood and outside of the school will help find the gunman. Anyone with information is asked to contact police by calling 215-686-TIPS. Philadelphia police are investigating a rash of armed robbery, robberies targeting fast food restaurants. The first robbery happened on January 16th. Now police believe five robberies are connected. Uh, All of them are done as a takeover. One or two of the robbers jump over the counter or find a way behind the counter, and then uh, they order the employees to move quickly uh, to where the money is kept, whether it's in a register or in a safe. Police believe the robberies, uh, all of the robberies that are connected, one was on January 16th at a Popeye's in the 2700 block of West Hunting Park Avenue, Uh, January 19th at a Burger King in the 4700 block of North Broad Street, January 21st at a McDonald's in the 3100 block of West Allegheny Avenue, January 24th at a McDonald's at 120 West Oregon, and then on January 25th at a Burger King in the 1500 block of South wow. Columbus Boulevard. They're re- recommending that fast food places hire at least two employees from Zamunda. Uh, when oh, they yeah. Can. yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. Just as a protection I've seen them in action They're before. very good. African connection, right? Yeah, my African connection. Help out. <laughs> Police are still not sure if a sixth case a at a Burger King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not into it. Sorry. I still love the line of, you know what? That guy's hit this place five times, <laughs> but now I don't think he's going to be coming back anymore. And that was Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. 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 It's got to suck, though. I mean, here you are. You're, you're pol- you know, minimum wage. You're working the register, and you, yeah. the video, you're, hey. you're looking at a crew of guys yep. come in. Listen, yep. it more than sucks. They're pulling guns on them. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, Jesus. It's no joke. I know you guys are joking about a movie, but, yeah. like, these poor people, you know, yeah. at all oh of these God, fast yes. food restaurants, yeah. trying to make a living, and somebody comes in, they're saying uh, there's about four or five masked robbers that come at a time. So four or five people coming at you with That's guns. That's horrible, yeah. yeah. Police believe they are operating a silver Nissan SUV with a dent on the hood and a black SUV. If you have information, call 215-686-TIPS. A Bucks County teenager rescued two boys who fell into an icy lake in Bucks County. Oh, here we go. 16... What? what? He loves the, icy boy I'm stories. The, uh, the scoreboard cat. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh go ahead. I, I, I've okay, not heard right, the full right. story okay, yet. Well, pay, Preston, yes. pay attention, okay? okay. Uh, so the Bucks County teenager rescued two boys who fell into an icy lake in Bucks County. Oh, 16-year-old yeah. Corey Hemberger of Middletown Township said he was playing pond hockey on the frozen lake Afton in Yardley at about 5 p.m. Sunday with his friend Sean Miller. Uh, they were about to head home when they heard screams for help. The teen saw a 13-year-old boy who fell through the ice into the frigid waters and his friend was trying to reach him and as the story goes the friend was trying to help him and he fell in as well. Uh, Corey said the boy was screaming for help. Corey rushed towards the boys with his hockey stick. Um, so the, one of the fathers was sitting uh, in the truck nearby when he heard all of the commotion. Uh, he ran down to the trail at, uh, near the water and called 911. Corey decided to use his hockey stick to try to reach the pair but heard the ice cracking uh, as he was on the edge of the lake. He said alright we got to do this quick so I don't fall into 
two. Corey mm. was able to rescue the young teen and his friend. Once out of the frigid water, they were shaken and shivering but declined medical attention. Corey's mother, Lisa, didn't learn of the extent of what had happened until the next day when she saw a post on Facebook. All superheroes don't wear capes. Some play ice hockey, Lisa said. I'm like, oh, my kids play ice hockey. Let me look at this. <laughs> Soon she realized that the message was posted uh, by the other mother of the child who fell into the ice um, and uh, it was one of the boys um, that Corey had rescued. She, they reached out, they connected on Facebook, and the woman said she wow. just wanted to thank her uh, and Corey for rescuing her son. She said without him, her son might not be alive. It's so amazing. Where, where did this take place? This was in Bucks County. In Bucks County. <laughs> 15 points <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Rissy, you're missing this. Uh, social cap. media moment right here. I'm, putting, uh, I'm adding 15 points <laughs> to Bucks County right now on the Delco wow. Bucks Co. by Wizard. Great me from home, but I think that brings up to County. 25 Bucks County. Yes, it does. 50 Delco. Yep. For the helicopter. Yep, that is the score now. So uh, Delaware it, County has 50. Bucks Co. is catching up at 25 yeah, De- now. Delco got a real nice start with that. Yeah, with that helicopter. Yep. That yeah, we did. Mark. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yep. All right, let's do sports this morning. Hey! The Sixers, who won 12 out of their last 15 games, are at home again tonight and will host LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. With a record of 28-19, the Sixers are in sixth place in the Eastern Conference, but only two and a half games out of first. The Lakers are a 500 team with a record of 24-24 and and are in ninth place in the West. Tip-off is at 7.30. The Flyers didn't lose last night. Yay! That's only because they didn't play last night. Yay. They will try to end their 13-game losing streak when they return to the ice with a game at home on Saturday afternoon against the L.A. Kings. And three-time Pro Bowler Brandon Brooks announced his retirement from the Eagles yesterday morning. Brooks signed a four-year, $56 million contract extension in November of 2019. But since then, Brooks struggled to stay healthy, playing with just two games in the last two years. In 2020, Brooks missed the entire season after tearing his Achilles. In 2021, he played the first two games but tore his peck against the 49ers in Week 2. He was initially expected to return, but unfortunately was unable to do so. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. The majority of the week is zipping right by. Love it the way that happens. And we have our Word of the Week prize to give away. We'll do it tomorrow. So hopefully you've been keeping track. We'll do that. It's a Steven Singer Valentine's Day prize pack thing, which should be pretty cool. Uh, we have some other things that we'll give away uh, throughout the course of the morning, of course. And uh, we have some guests stopping in today. We are going to have our friends uh, Joel and Leah. They do this uh, video series on YouTube of uh, Brits and American culture, British culture, and American culture, and they're in our city. And we, we, uh, they hung out with us while we were in London. Yes. Uh, so we've had them on a couple of times. They're great. Yeah. And they are, uh, they're, they're going around the country. And I was watching some of their videos. They're like, you know, Brits eat it at Denny's for the first yeah. time, or Brits drive a car in America for the first time, and so stuff like that. So we're going to play a game with them today. Yes. Uh, called uh, Brit or Not a Brit, and we yeah. have people set up that are going to help us out with that. They're going to be trying out to hear, hear uh, people speak, and are they giving us a real? Uh, are they really a Brit? or are they just making up the actors? Well, we've been amazed by how many actors we believe to be yeah. American, that they're in shows that we watch, we have no indication whatsoever, mm-hmm. and then we'll hear them interviewed and we'll be like, what? Yeah, exactly. They're British? Yeah. yeah. 
So we're going to do the reverse of that uh, today. They're stopping by later on. So um, that and some other things to get into. That's what we'll do. Uh, We'll take a break, come back, and the entertainment report with a stupid question right around the corner. Hang in there because we got some stuff to give away. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash? Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Yes, Ms. Morrison. I'm getting turned on. Ah, I thought you had something to say. <laughs> All right, so we have a stupid question. We're going to give away a $50 Primo Hoagies gift card for the answer mm-hmm. to this. How many tiles are in a standard Scrabble game? I love it! No, it's more than that. Okay. You two, are two, you two playing Scrabble a lot, right? A lot, yeah. yeah. I have, uh, I've got a, you know the, the official Scrabble app, and it's kind of my time killer. It's what I do uh, in between things. Uh, and I love it. And every now and then, Rochelle and I break out the board and, and we'll play. It's a great game. It's uh, the, the way it's laid out is perfect, I think. We just broke out the board not that long ago. Um, and I had Jace play. And, uh, yeah, it's it's still like, it's yeah. just a classic. It's like, a it's foundational still, game. Yeah, it's a it's standard game. It's yeah. one of the ones that I've I've hated the longest. You, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> do you hate Scrabble? No, I like Scrabble's a word game, so I'm, I'm a little better with right. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what word game we, we broke out a couple weeks ago and I was surprised how much fun it was? Is Boggle. Boggle. Yeah. Boggle. Once or twice. We played uh, Boggle Plus. It has more uh, dice, you know, more words that you can come up with. And we had a blast playing that game. Yeah, I haven't played uh, that or, remember, Upwards uh, in a while. No, I remember that name, but I don't remember the game. Scrabble, but you can stack letters on top of one another. Never played it. Okay. Was it cool? Yeah, 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 it's pretty neat. All right. Well, anyhow, how many tiles in a standard Scrabble Scrabble game? 215-263-WMMR. That's now we're going to go through some birthdays today. We'll wait for your answer. It's Thursday, January 27th. Patton Oswald has his birthday today. Uh, he turns 53 years old. You know, first off, his stand-up is great, but he is such a a, a nerd and so in our wheelhouse with yeah. his fascination. He was on the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's been in a number of Marvel projects and... You know he's he's right there. He has yeah. his filibuster on uh, Parks and Rec oh, uh, that, that he, he wrote and and uh, delivers, and it's like fifteen minutes long or whatever. And the unedited version of it is on YouTube, and it's remarkable because it came out in like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, and half of the things that he says actually came true. Like he's talking about the Marvel universe and the yeah. Star Wars universe and Boba Fett and whatever the hell else, and it's just him ranting and riffing, and it actually a lot of it came true. It's huh. pretty amazing. And when he finishes at Preston, the the crew and the cast applaud. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah. 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 The wow. cast have left. And, yeah. He's fifty three today. Actor Alan Cumming, uh, who has been in everything from the Spy Kids movies to uh, Night. He was Nightcrawler next to Man, amazing. Was, do you remember when he first came on the scene? The scene in that movie. Yeah. It was like in that beginning sequence in the White. House. Amazing. So good. Yeah. A uh, bunch of stuff. Uh, stage actor as well. Yes. And remember, he had a uh, he had a, a, a cologne called Cumming, right? Yes. When yeah. that one was. <laughs> Exclamation point at the I end. I loved of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> He's 57. Uh, Bridget Fonda has a birthday today. Oh, my oh. Yeah. Steve showed me a photo of her. I still have a hard time believing that's actually her. I do too. It's legitimately her. And listen, I don't know what's gone on in her life. Um, um, she is, she, let's, we'll just say, 
She looks completely, and I mean completely different. Yeah. I looked at the side by side though. It's I, I, it's her. Okay. Um, and listen, she had a lot of work done, huh? <laughs> well, well look, she gained weight. And, a lot like, of drive-through done. She probably, you know, she threw her hair. Maybe if she did, you know, was done up and yeah. had some makeup on and was dressed differently, she would just look like she gained weight, what not like a completely different person. She's yeah, that's it. She swallowed a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> are so mean. But it's a line from the movie Strike. That's right. Well, Kathy's right, though. There's besides, and listen, I don't know what kind of pain she's going through. There could be something really that's that's bad. Yeah, I don't know. Or, or whatever. She might, uh, she might be on a steroid or it's something. It's quite like possible. Things, things like that. But it was just right. such a staggering difference yeah. uh, that I was like, oh, my God. I, I really love her as an actress, and it's remarkable. She has not acted. Uh, she hasn't been in any roles since uh, 2002. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, she was in a miniseries in, uh, called The Snow Queen, which I don't remember at all. And, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, she was just a knockout in, in singles. Singles. And, uh, singles. Jackie, Brown. Jackie Brown, man. Jackie Brown, but her in singles, the most adorable, yeah. g- funny, g- you know, she's really talented. Yeah, so she is, uh, I hope she's having a great birthday. She's oh. 58 today. Uh, actress Mimi Rogers is 66 mm. years old today. Mm. Yeah. She introduced Tom Cruise to Scientology. She sure did, and then yeah. she left oh, it. Wow. Yeah. She did? She did her damage and then left. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov, the actor and dancer. Star of um, Sex in the City. Yep, and oh. uh, the movie White Nights. Uh, he is 74. Is that, Mike, is that the Michael McDonald song? Or is no, that no, it's a Phil Collins song. No, uh, <laughs> no that's, that's Running Scared. Movie. That's that was, Running Scared. But, but, is he in that? No, no? but uh, <laughs> in White Nights, who was his co-star? Because Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines, Hines. 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 was in Cool Running. Right. So it is connected. And there and there is why you are right. That. All right. Yeah, completely so right. right. <laughs> that's what you what was that? What was the Phil Collins song that was from White Nights? It wasn't Against All Odds because no, that no, was no. the title right. of that movie. Um, how, how can I... No, no, that's that's uh, happy birthday. To what you were singing was uh, was against all odds. How right. can you just walk right. away right. from me? Separate lives, separate lives. How there can you go? Just separate lives with uh, Marilyn Martin. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, yes, I remember right. She didn't really do no. much after that. She's a loser. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but um, she's unsuccessful. Uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov is seventy four. <laughs> uh, actor James Cromwell. Great. Yep. Uh, the Babe movies, L.A. Confidential, he's great in. He's uh, in Succession now. Uh, yeah. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the Queen, he played um, uh, who was uh, her uh, the the Queen's husband who passed away. Not Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Yeah. Thank you very much. He's a Lewis's father and a Revenge of the Nerds. Oh my yes. God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, but they, you mentioned L.A. Confidential, right? Uh, the, yeah. the, I mean, re- a real scumbag, oh, but so imposing. Yeah. He's a big dude. And he was our uh, he was our president, I think, for a while. Yeah, he won the election, general election. No, our uh, oh, oh. Our, our president <laughs> of, our, of our union. Oh, oh, okay. I think he was. Uh, Stephen, you know what? He goes all the way back to a movie that I know you and I know, uh, Murder by Death. Oh, I love Murder by Death. Remember, he was yes. the uh, he was the chauffeur. Right. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was great. He had that. a French accent, did he not? Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is eighty two today. Uh, Keith Olbermann. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, MSNBC anchor. I've heard a weird thing about him years ago, um, and I don't know if this is true. He can't, he's not, because of a medical condition, he can't drive, yeah. right? You know, you know what happened? No. He hit his head, uh, I think he was getting off the subway or getting onto the subway, and he, he damaged his brain kind of badly in a way that uh, prohibits him from getting behind the so wheel. So it's, it's literally illegal for him to drive. It's a medical not? condition, yeah. yeah. Ah. And so he's not allowed to, and yes, yeah, Steve, it was a weird random subway accident that caused it. He's 63. 
Uh, the great G.E. Smith, former musical director of the Saturday Night Live and band. former long-time relationship with Gilda Radner. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He, I do know, um, I mean, he's obviously, he's a uh, session and stage musician, but I, I feel like it was Pink Floyd I saw him on stage with. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I think it was, because, you know, they had him up on the big screen, I'm like, I think that's G.E. Smith, and then I did a little bit. I am G.E. Smith, Casey. You're right. Oh, my God. You heard that? I was... <laughs> He's I, thought those, my I thought I said that under my breath. He's one of those guys that has played with everybody. And, uh, yeah. And he... Uh, and now I'm playing with Pink Floyd, Casey. He's Hall & Oates uh, for a long time as well. Yeah. He was in that band. <clears throat> so he turns uh, 70 years old today, so it's it's a big one for him. There's there's a series of him, there's uh, videos of him that, I st- that end up on my front page on YouTube, a lot of him just talking about his career and performing on Saturday Night Live and some of the guest stars that have come on and Really cool stuff. Get a dude yeah. like that. Those those guys for for interviews. I mean, they they were there. You know, when all that stuff was happening. Who's the? Uh, is it Anton Vig from uh, the yeah. Letterman? Yeah, was on the Letterman show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah those uh, those guys of, have seen it all. Speaking of a drummer like Anton Vig, it is Nick Mason. Speaking of Pink Floyd, yeah. of Pink Floyd fame. Uh, it's going to be 30 minutes yeah. before we get any drums. I tried. Uh, to, I actually song. hit it earlier, and then you guys were talking a little bit, so I had to restart Dude, it. But I heard yeah, the you alarm, heard and I thought I was going crazy. Uh-huh. I didn't, we I should really cut this part out. This is unnecessary. Right. What? Now, I want to play this because of well, the... the song's called oh, Time. I know. And I know. It, uh, you know it, it ties right into the... But this song is used so well in the Eternals. Yes, it is. In the very it's beginning really of the well Eternals. Done. Yep. I gotta see it. Uh, I, may, I might watch it's the beginning it this of the movie. weekend. So, so here, here comes movie. Nick Mason on the drums right here. There you go. I'm and then he went home. I love it. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm out of here. Just <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah, it uh, sounds like it's off to a great start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is uh, celebrating his 78th birthday today. It's also graphic novel uh, writer Frank Miller's birthday today. I was just uh, tweeting about Frank Miller. I got a Frank Miller uh, diorama. It's the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Uh, which... T- Re- completely revitalized the Batman yep. uh, mythos and uh, what Ben Affleck is playing in the Zack Snyder movies is very close to Frank Miller Batman. He's great. One of his biggest friends, Preston, is uh, Alan Moore. Uh, I believe that, yeah. yeah. Uh, he is 65. Watchman. Uh, and then the last birthday is uh, actress Rosamund Pike. That ca- Man, she is a great actress. She mm-hmm. can play some intense characters. So she plays a, like a super hot villainess in the Bond movie and then can play... Like a, a real, a complete transformation. She's very chameleon-like. Her villainous streak, though, is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. In Gone Girl, oh, yep. she's unbelievable. And if you've never seen this movie called I Care a Lot, I know yeah. she is. <laughs> the only word I can think of is shark. I mean, she's yeah. just a predator in that film. Because you can't say the C word, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she's in this series, Casey, that you brought me up to speed on called Wheel of Time. Yeah, uh, it's a book series that they How is it? they made it to. I watch it. It's not for me. I watched the first episode, and I'm like, okay. It got mixed I, reviews. I get why people love this. Uh, you know, the, the story, it's very fantastical and all that. Do you have to buy, or do they just give you the vowels? They give you the vowels. Okay. No, that's uh, Wheel of Fortune. Oh. Uh, but anyhow, uh, Wheel of Time, is it's got a built-in audience. Yeah. And uh, Casey went to a screening of it, and it was a line around the building. I for couldn't believe it because I had never heard of the book series at all. Uh, and when I showed up to the movie theater, there was a line all the way down the hallway that wrapped around. And I was getting... I was getting scared that uh, they were going to have to turn people away. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, it, it was very, very close that they didn't. So, Rosamund Pike is 43 today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. How many tiles are in a standard Scrabble game? 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to go to Nancy. Hi there, Nancy. 
Good morning. Nancy, how many tiles do you find in a standard Scrabble game? I think it would be 100. And I think you're right. Because there's 100 letters in the alphabet, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Nancy Hamelheim, we're going to get your information, and we're going to give you a $50 Primo Hoagies gift card. Big games, big parties. It isn't just football, it's an experience, so don't settle for an average catering tray. Make it Primo. You can order now at PrimoHoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie, it is a Primo. Don't settle for it! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rocky. Don't settle for an average tray! Come around for me and I'm being handled, handed an average tray of bogeys. Yeah. You don't want that! I Go to Primo! I accidentally called you Rocky. I'm sorry about that. Oh, Rocky was on last night, Rambo. Preston. I watched it. Now, how many times have you seen Rocky in your life? I don't know how Countless many. Countless times. Yeah. It was on Cinemax. Okay. So it was, you know, it was a pristine, a newer print, clearly. It looked gorgeous. I watched it from beginning to end. It is still it's a brilliant movie. as fantastic as ever. Yeah, excellent. All right, well, listen, uh, we're going to dive right into the Women of West Side Story. They re- recently spoke to the Hollywood Reporter about the sexual assault allegations against film's male lead, Ansel Elgort. Uh, in June 2020, nine months after shooting rap, the woman accused Elgort of sexually assaulting her in 2014 when she was 17 and he was 20. He claims the encounter uh, was brief, legal, and entirely consensual. But people are asking questions uh, to the actors and actors who have worked with him. Uh, Ariana DeBose told the outlet, nobody really knows what's going on in anyone's head. Only the people who were involved in that situation know exactly what went down. Rita Moreno said... I think that it would have been absolutely horrendous and wrong for anyone to take sides in that matter. It's not for me to make those judgments. And Rachel Zegler, who plays uh, Maria to El Gorge Tony, went into more detail saying, uh, we made a movie two and a half years ago, and a lot has gone on in the world since. And you forget that they make these movies right, a long time well yeah, in yeah. advance. Uh, I said a lot of chains very publicly and privately as well. There's been a lot of awakening. Uh, you just hope that the people involved are okay, that they are asked in a respectful manner, and that they are given the opportunity to answer for themselves. Although Elgort has participated in group interviews, he has otherwise not done any press to promote the film, which was released in December and of it, last that's year. That's the only thing that I've... It's not like a um, Marilyn Manson coming out of the woodwork no. thing, right? That's the only yeah. Yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah, it's the only one I've ever heard of. Uh, a bronze statue of NBA legend Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna, was placed yesterday at the crash site in Calabasas, California, uh, where they and seven others were killed. Wednesday marked two years since a helicopter crash, which was determined by federal investigators as having been caused by pilot disorientation due to foggy conditions. The statue created by sculptor Dan Medina shows Kobe and in his Lakers uniform with his arm around Gianna, who is also wearing a basketball uniform with a basketball in her hand. It's a really, really beautiful statue. It does statue. look beautiful. What do you think about the idea of placing it at the crash site? Yeah. Well, it's temporary. Okay. Oh. So they're, they're going to move it eventually. So yeah, they, they to just, the center, they, right? They put it there for now, and it, I would imagine, yeah. yes. So the base of the statue has the names of all nine crash victims uh, inscribed on a plaque. I see it as kind of where uh, a car accident happens sure. and people will place flowers and things like that for the time being. Uh, and so I think that's what they're doing here. I could see placing a uh, like a small like a plaque on a stone a or something. Yeah. yeah. A lawsuit related to the crash is set to go on trial soon as lawyers for Vanessa Bryant uh, alleged that photos of the area following the crash, including images of those who died, were shared widely amongst police and fire employees. That trial is set to begin on February 22nd. Well, it happened yesterday. After 40 consecutive wins, Amy Schneider's winning streak on Jeopardy has come to an end. I know. 
I know. I thought okay. she, I didn't think she would reach Ken's because Ken's no. is so monumentally out in front. But I thought she'd have uh, another good eight or ten more wins, you know? But I felt bad for the way she lost, too. Like, okay. not That's even how it happens. question mark there, I know. not knowing, like, any answer. Kathy, I got it right. Yeah, yeah. I got it right. I, did I, was, too. I, I just, it, you know, I just guessed and I was... I'm like, I'm okay. totally shocked. That well, it was a we have the question if you. Oh, yeah, we uh, should, uh, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we have uh, which one? It says Amy Schneider streak ends or yes. yeah, Ken Jennings announces. All right, here we go. Streak ends. Okay, let's go with that. The only nation in the world whose name in English ends in an H. It's also one of the ten most populous. Ron Talsma, do you come up? With- All right, what do you think it is? Uh, <laughs> ends in an H. One of the most populous. Okay. It was the only the only place I could think of that ended with an H, and I bizarrely I got it. I right. got it too. Uh, I I'm just going with Delhi. I don't know. Uh, well, it ends in an H. I know. I, I have no idea. But I'm, you're I'm, in the right. Yeah. Uh, what's the uh, Mumbai? What's the right country. No. You're, 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 you're guessing cities. You need a country. Oh, country. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you come up with the right country? What is Bangladesh? It's a tough one, and that is correct. All right, champion Amy Schneider. Did she come up with Bangladesh? I'd said Bangladesh, and I go to Rochelle, I'm like, is that a country or a city? <laughs> yeah. I said it, and I got, it's, it's what I would have written down. How no. Long, how long do they get? 30 uh, seconds. 30, 30 seconds, seconds. Okay. yeah. Yep. Response. You're going to lose $8,000. You're going to finish in second place with 19600 Roan Talsma, you are our new Jeopardy champion. Amy Schneider, congratulations. What a run. Yeah, so huge for her. Uh, $1,382,800. It puts her uh, in fourth place uh, behind top earners Matt Amodio, who had $1,518,601. James Holzhauer, who had $2,462,216,000. And Ken Jennings, still at the top with wins and money at $2,520,700. So but I remember when, when so <laughs> after a while, and, and Matt Amodio was amazing. But you're like, uh, it's becoming like, it, it became so repetitive with him and he was so soft, you know, so monotone that it was just, uh, okay, maybe it's time for him to move on. But it never happens, Kathy. It always happens with something like like that. It, it's always with kind just, of a whimper. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but uh, wow, what a run. She said, I thought that Roan was going to be tough going into it. Uh, and she said, I loved hanging out with him. We had a great conversation before the taping, but I could tell that he was here to play and that he was going to be good. I still came very close to winning, but I did feel like maybe I was slipping a little bit. And once it was clear that he was fast on the buzzer, I knew that it was going to be a battle all the way. And it's really uh, been an honor to know that I'm one of the most successful people at the at a game that I've loved since I was a kid. And to know that I'm part of history now, I just don't know how to process it. That's the key. The key is yeah. a wealth of knowledge uh-huh. and a good trigger finger. Have because guys, they've got to be in first. Have you guys ever been pretty dominant in something and then somebody shows up out of the blue and you're like, oh, no. Like, this is... This sucks. Yeah. Well, I've I won I've won numerous Charleston awards. Okay. And then when uh, I was dethroned, it was devastating. So in my hometown uh, of Rutledge, they had a Fourth of July parade, and then these games. And in the games, there was like a twenty-five yard dash, and I used to smoke the competition. It was all done in age, age right, right, right? And I, for years, just smoked these kids, right? And then all of a sudden, this kid Brian shows up. And I had no idea, and he'd be on my birthday, Preston. And it he kissed was, his wife, and then he ran. I didn't know, but I was so I was so devastated because I was like, you know, it, there was it wasn't even a wasn't even a contest at this point. And all of a sudden, this dude just zips past me. I was like, okay, I guess uh, 
Guess my reign is over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to Amy. Schneider made uh, headlines first in December after setting the record uh, for the most consecutive wins by a woman at 21, beating Julia Collins' 20 wins. Schneider is also the first openly transgender contestant to qualify for the Tournament of Champions. Uh, she will return to the stage when the Tournament of Champions returns in fall, and two new players will join Jeopardy uh, today and face uh, Talzma to see if he can hang on to his I'll tell you what, though. We've had a, a steady conga line of really formidable long run players, uh, you know, and uh, it, it's wild to see them coming up now. I don't know what they're doing, what the filtering process is like, but they're getting some top-level players on Jeopardy. Yep. Uh, this is, we have a piece of audio for this, uh, Casey. Michael yeah. Rapaport, the actor, has shared a video of uh, an alleged shoplifter casually strolling out of New York City Rite Aid with bags laden with goods. Uh, the 51-year-old actor took to his Twitter account on Tuesday to share the clip which showed the security guard watching the man walk out of the drugstore on Manhattan's Upper East Side. So we have uh, the clip of him uh, giving the commentary. Yo, this dude, yo, that, this dude, is, I can't believe I'm seeing this shit. Yo, this guy just filled his two bags up with everything in Rite Aid right here. 80th and 1st Avenue is walking down the street like is Gucci. Look at me in my face like what's good. He's I was watching him the whole time. My man just went Christmas shopping in January. Uh, he tagged New York City Mayor Eric Adams and wrote, I was just informed that this Rite Aid is closing yeah. on the 15th because of this, uh, because of this leaving huh. the workers jobless. Uh, and uh, the location is reportedly set to close down on February 15th. The pharmacy chain announced in December uh, that it would be closing 63 stores in a bid to save about $25 million a year. The funny thing is, Preston, well, the sad thing in the video, he walks right past security guard. a security guard. Yeah. Security guard is, uh, they've been instructed not to do anything. In a follow-up interview, Rappaport said, these people are going to be out of a job because of guys like this scumbum. Rappaport explained that he initially thought the man had, uh, he had filmed as a Rite Aid employee because he was just so deliberate and casual. And he also said that the security guard informed him that uh, thefts were a regular occurrence at the store. Uh, so yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> what if you're? What if you see this? If you see a guy empty, you know, fill up two bags, and you're at the register. <laughs> yeah, pay him for yours. <laughs> it's like what? Well, Let's take what you want, Dan. Yeah. I mean, it's not cool, but it's also like none of your business either. Like that, you know. I'm sort of like thinking, like, you know, if you can't be not 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 to steal, but. I don't know. It's like it's none of your business. Wait, if somebody's mean. stealing, you mean just stay out of it? Yeah, it's none of your business. I mean, mm. it, okay. Um, yeah, I would. I would at least try to do what I can as yeah. a as a person. You know, to uh, say something. I think, to you're put, I think you're putting yourself in danger by doing something like that. No, no I don't over... mean tackle the guy. No, no, I'm to... not saying that either. But well, like, I tackle. But... <laughs> Leave it to Kathy. But you're you're putting somebody else at risk. Obviously, somebody who's doing something wrong of getting in trouble and you have no idea what they will do, what lengths they will go to to get out of trouble. Well, right? yeah, yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, so you, if can you, walk, start... you can walk into a dangerous situation. Yeah, but that's not it. That, I mean, to, to look at it as, OK, well, I don't want to get involved because I don't want to inconvenience myself. Like, no, 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 nobody's no. in danger. Like if somebody was in danger, yeah, maybe I'd step in and do something. But like, 
I don't know. Uh, no, we'll make your own moral later. decision yeah, on that, yeah. okay? I'm not getting involved. I'm going to talk about Jonah Hill now. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill showed off a fresh shiner on Instagram Tuesday and wants fans to know that it was from surfing and not a fist fight with his rival, Baby Yoda. <laughs> I did not know about this Yoda thing. Do you guys know about this? No. I know. Okay, yeah. so he said in an Instagram video, I'm going to say this once and only once, this black eye is from my surfboard. It is not from a fist fight that I got to, into with Baby Yoda because of our falling out. In the caption of the post, he further explained, that being said, I do officially challenge Baby Yoda uh, to a uh, versus TV battle. I don't know what that is. What is that? What are we talking about it's, here? It's a, it's a, it's, he tagged some account. I didn't go to the trouble to find out what the hell it is. I don't want to know. He said, and Disney Plus definitely did not pay me to protect the fact that one of these marquee stars, one of their marquee stars has a big mouth and would definitely catch hands uh, if he didn't sucker punch me with this little baby green fist. So, here's the deal. He had a falling out with the Mandalorian star after his frequent collaborator, Leonardo DiCaprio, made him watch the Disney Plus show. Uh. And Hill was open about not being impressed with the show or the character when he spoke with W Magazine earlier in the month. So, yeah, DiCaprio so is apparently a massive Star Wars fan. Yeah. Yes. And I think I told you guys about Jonah Hill and his stance on movies and the movies that he actually likes to watch. And his his general stance is, if it didn't happen or couldn't happen, he's not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, is Baby Yoda new? Baby Yoda is, uh, who, by the way, I'm sure you know, her real name is Gogru. But, uh... Right. Grogu. Yeah, right. Grogu. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Gogru. Okay. Uh, but, the, but yeah, so that is a character created for that show. But, okay, but this is because I saw Baby Yoda stuff all over this holiday season, and um, my cousin's daughter was, like, she has a Baby Yoda room. So oh, they're huge. A, the, yeah. The like, figures are, 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 like, selling like crazy. In yeah. fact, they got, caught, they got caught short because once the series debuted, people were demanding them. They didn't have them. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it came out last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, all right. So yeah. it's fairly new. It's new to the, the, the Star Wars universe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Her whole room is decorated, like, she has baby yoda curtains and uh, pillows and there's a baby yoda at the top of my steps at the uh, going up to the second floor (laughs) so jonah hill did not uh, get in a fight with him it was a surfboard he says uh john leguizamo uh the actor recently revealed that he has had to avoid the sun in order to maintain his career uh the encanto star told uh, it's always there man uh nick barilli in his new series scene that colorism in hollywood has been a problem for latino actors he said I've benefited from being light-skinned, and I stay out of the sun so I can work. I definitely would not go in the sun for years. I was so pasty so I could work. Uh, all the Latinos who have uh, made it so far, a lot of them were light-skinned. What happened to all the Afro-Latinos and the majority of the indigenous Latinos? Uh, they don't get a shot, he says. There's a, a pizza commercial on right now. It's a chains. I don't know if it's Pizza Hut or Domino's, um, but uh, there are... Um Advertising a New York style pizza, and I believe Leguizamo voices it, but I, I'm not 100% sure about it. It's mm. like stretching it out, and he's like, By the way, uh, a lot of people fold it. I know I fold it. Have you guys seen this commercial? Uh, it sounds about? vaguely familiar. All right, yeah. so, but I've seen it a few times, and uh, it really sounds like Leguizamo. I just don't know if it Quite is. Quite possibly is. Yeah. Okay. All right, and I'm trying to figure out something from a commercial. If we're going to throw this out here, Kathy okay. was in the, uh, the office when I did this. There's a AAA commercial, <laughs> AAA insurance, and it's like a 90s club song. And I know that song. And you know how they've, they've taken artists from, you know, the 2000s and, and the 90s, and now they put them into commercials. Because right. people have grown up since then, and they yeah. now are within the demo to buy whatever product it may be. It's nostalgic. And uh, it's like, na-na-na-na-na. Oh. Yeah. 
Waiting for tonight. I thought it was waiting for tonight. Oh, right? yeah. I looked that up, and I, it, it was a uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez song. Apparently, it's titled "Wave." And that was the only one I could find, and I thought it was an artist named Robin S., but it wasn't because uh, I was on the radio. What is the product again? Music. I've seen the commercial. Triple A Insurance. Right. Yeah. I want to find out who that artist is because I, I need to find that song because I, I I told Kathy I'm like. I know I danced to this in a club in the 90s. I know I did. All right, so if anybody knows, all right, let me know. All right, um, how about this? Uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson recently attended a dinner party at the home of Jeff Bezos. Holy they, like, hell. Like, jumped up a few notches yeah. here. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Uh, T- <laughs> TMZ reported... Uh, the, the couple was spotted arriving at Bezos' Los Angeles estate in Kardashian's car on Tuesday. And that was on my birthday. Uh, sources told the outlet. Coincidence? That's why they yeah. went there. They were having a little satellite party. Uh, uh, so sources Preston told... can't be here. <laughs> told the outlet that they spent several hours at the event before heading back to Davidson's hotel in uh, Beverly Hills. How many hours of that was like... <clears throat> <laughs> Okay, then. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. Uh, Macaulay Calkin and Brenda Song are engaged. Hey. I like that. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, she was on, uh, what was it? Uh, Sweet, uh, Life? Sweet Life. Yeah. Uh, so when my kids were young, that was on, and I'm like, she's really cute. Uh, so good for him. He's working a lot more. He's doing a lot more stuff, so... A source told people that the couple of four years is headed to the altar. Hmm. A song was recently photographed with a diamond ring on her left hand while out in Beverly Hills. Uh, The couple who met on the set of Challenged in Thailand uh, recently welcomed their first child, nine-month-old son, Dakota. That's pretty cool. He was with Mila Kunis for years. They're going to go ahead and get married, so good for them. Getting some uh, of that Home Alone trim, you know. Actress uh, Julia Stiles announced the birth of her second child on Instagram yesterday. Uh, the 10 Things I Hate About You star shared a photo of her baby's feet with a caption, Welcome to the World, Baby Arlo. Uh, the newest addition to our family, reminding me how infinite love can be. It can be infinite. Uh, apparently her first child, Strummer Cook... Wow, uh, some names, man. Is not taking <laughs> thing wells, uh, thing, things well. She also shared that her four-year-old... Uh, mourned the loss of his only child status by covering the toilet in red marker. So he's oh, we're looking at it right now. Flashing, yeah. Out, I guess. Oh, it, that's it, funny. That, that definitely looks aggressive. Oh, he drew stuff all over the uh, the toilet. That's funny. Well, um, how about this one? Uh, Brad Garrett quietly got married to uh, Isabella Kiela, and she's a looker. In November, after four failed attempts over the last six years. A representative for the Everybody Loves Raymond Starr told people that the two were wed on November 11th of uh, 2021 in Montecito, California. Imagine being on the set of Everyone Loves Raymond with that, his voice, yeah. and uh, Romano's voice. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, two couple, very distinct voices. The couple met in 2008, have been engaged since 2015. They have attempted to marry on four separate occasions, but had to postpone the date twice due to covid uh, once due to wildfire f- fires, wow. and a fourth time because of a mudslide. <laughs> no After a while, oh you start god. to say, "Is the universe telling us something?" Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. He does. What is he? What is Jimmy John's? Is that the commercials he's doing now? Oh, I don't know. Where he's like a mob boss who's trying to stop oh. a. Yeah. That's another commercial question. All right. So you got your Jimmy John's question. I got my Papa John's. And Preston, I believe the name of the song is Waiting for Tonight. Uh, It was originally done by a group called Third Party and then covered by Jennifer Lopez. So she covered it. 
You have it. Oh, my God. Think of this. I think of me in front of the vanity mirror, pulling up my pantyhose, <laughs> <laughs> pulling up my makeup. Dude, this was right in the Kenny Knight. The, oh, really? The, the yeah. thick of it all. Oh, my God, yes, <laughs> most definitely. So what was the name of the, the group that originally did that? Uh, third Party, and then J-Lo covered it uh, two <laughs> or three years later. Never would have gotten that. Third, third Party. party. Yeah. Never would have gotten that one. I thought it was Robin Well, S. they went on to form Schmutz. Oh. <laughs> Robin S. did Show Me Love. You got to show me love. Yeah, come on, everybody. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me love. <laughs> Do we have it? When you sing something and uh-huh. nobody sings along to it, I love it. Oh yeah, no, I have no that? idea. This is third party. Yeah. Is this the commercial? This is. They yeah, probably, this sounds more like they the probably commercial. bought this version rather than the Jennifer Lopez yeah. version. Probably less expensive. Was the other one the Jennifer Lopez version? Yeah, I think yeah, the other one was first J-Lo. Yeah. Well, she did pretty straight up. And then you guys want to hear the commercial. The commercial is driving for tonight. Oh. Right. It was also another commercial which was douching for my life. <laughs> Summer's Eve. Like the the Doors movie, <laughs> come on baby, ride my tire. Yeah. Yeah. How about come on baby, bite my wire? What's that? Oh, does that's, that what he that's says what he in says, it? Yeah. All right, all right. I have one last thing. The Producers Guild announced yesterday that he got winner Rita Moreno will receive the 2022 Stanley Kramer Award at the 33rd Annual PGA Awards, which is uh, set for March 19th at the Fairmount Century Plaza. The Professional Golfers Association. Yes, yeah, she says she is a part member of the well. PGA now. Uh, no, I, I really do not play golf, but this is quite an honor. <laughs> she's been, hey, listen, dude, she's been so great for so yeah. long, they're just throwing every award at right. her that they can. Uh, so the honor goes to a production producer, and I think that's what the P okay. stands for. Producers Guild Award. Or other individuals whose achievements or contribution illuminates and raises public awareness of important social issues. Of course. Yes. All right. Blah, so blah, blah, blah. We're going to do clips, right? Yeah. We're going to do uh, clips? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was looking for the sheet. Mystery clips. Mystery oh! Guys, you're not going to get You know them. how to play, right? You're not, not, not going to get them? No. No, we're going to get them. Should no. we even play? I, I, Kathy's listen. going to get these. Here, hang on. Here. I am. I will, um... All right. All right. I, I will award... I tell you what. Can we do this case? Yeah. Five points if you can identify who it is. Two points if you can identify the project they're talking about. Wow. You're, you're not going to get it. All right, well, let's just all right, try. Let's roll it. Here yeah. we go. First clip. Well, I, you know, all I can say is I had, you know, by the time I, I took on the role, I had 24 books to look at, right? There there was no question I had uh, as to how Reacher would react in a certain moment. So for us, it was a collaborative effort. Uh, and it was just a question of, like, where do we dial in the mystery, the thriller, the drama, the, the romance, or the levity? All right. What the f- 
is this? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Spindle bourbon hop. Oh my god. Right? No. No. Uh, it is actually a gentleman named Alan Richen. So you probably no, heard Re- you heard Reacher. Yes. Uh, so he is in Jack Reacher. Oh, okay. Uh, and and uh, which is going to be on Amazon Prime Video starting February fourth. This guy, Preston. Have you seen this guy? No. He is like a mountainous man. Like, oh, really? like completely jacked. Apparently, Jack Reacher in the book series is a huge dude. He was played by Tom Cruise yeah. in both he's movies. Just a little guy. Just a little <laughs> bit of a difference. All right, yeah. next clip. Here we go, mystery clips. You know the answer. Raise your hand, and we'll see if we can get it. Here we go. Just because of failed relationships in the past, it was really hard for me to open up, and I think Dr. Bryant really helped out with that, just letting my guard down and being trust, like trusting him, being like, it's okay. Like He cares about you. He's showing up for you. Let him, let him. And I was like, okay, okay. So I think you'll get to see a little bit of that. And I'm going to be, it's so much better now after that. It's so much better. (laughs) Yeah, nobody's going to get this. Teen Mom 2. No, no. All right, you're right. Uh, Leah Messer is who that was. The show. uh, Teen Mom 2. And it shows the struggles of young mothers as they navigate the challenges of relationships and raising their kids. And Leah talks about embarking on a romantic journey with her new beau. Oh, my God. Uh, New episode, Teen Mom 2, appear uh, or premiere on MTV every Monday night. See, even that show is better than Influencer House or whatever that thing is. Oh, with, really? Oh, my Netflix. God. I won't, I won't do it. Dear God. All right, that's it. That's what we got for you. Uh, that's all we could do. Yep, we can't do any more. Uh, we are going to take a break, however, and come back in a moment or two and spend this Thursday morning with you. We have a bright, sunny day to expect. A little bit on the cool side, though, but we'll hang out together and come back in just a sec. Stay with us this morning, my friend. spotlights the best rock in philadelphia with jackson's local shots that's right and this month's band is froggy froggy your local shots artist of the month check them out every wednesday at 6 30 right here on the mighty mmr and you can hear and see more now at wmmr.com keyword local shots Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. A few things we're going to go through here, but I, I have a personal question yes. real quick. Sure. Um, because, you know, I have I have crappy posture. I, right. I sit slumped uh, over a lot. And in fact, Christine know, at know. Trinity Rehab, yeah. where, who Nick and I go to, has seen our Daily Rush videos and, and are streaming on YouTube. And she's like, you guys have lousy yeah, posture. Except for Steve. Oh, really? She's like, Steve has great posture. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do one thing right. <laughs> so here's my question. If you have lousy posture, how in the hell do you get better posture? Because let me explain. Okay. I can sit up. For about a minute, and then I forget to do it. You know what I mean? Every time you say that, I go, oh, yeah, me too. And yeah, I sit right? up, and then five seconds later, how do you I'm per- plucking it. How do you permanently change? Because here's, here's what will happen. The whole attitude. And I've noticed, I'll like I'll be driving in the car, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit up, straight, yes. snap, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then maybe I need to glance over at something or whatever, and that moment, my shoulder will slump down just a little bit to kind of look over this way. And it just stays that way. I ask you, are you? Do you currently have that lumbar pillow on the back? I do. Yeah. Okay. And and if you lean back on that, is that sort of a, a reminder of yeah, proper? I, no, because then I'll be... just scoot my butt forward a little bit. Then I'll slouch <laughs> again. And you have so, to be conscious of it. Is that it? I think. Or is yeah. there a or training Stand. thing that I can wear? Do you want us to put a shock collar on you? I don't know, <laughs> man. But I think it's almost impossible to go from poor posture 
to proper posture and stay that way. Yeah, you like know has, what I mean? Has anybody actually ever done that? Right, that's what I'm curious I don't think so. Quasimodo, perhaps. In their life, have been able to, to make a permanent change on that? I just don't well, think it's, it's possible. It's like breathing right. Right. Here's the proper way to yes. breathe. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to have to softball it then. Oh. The Here, Marissa says, put a VHS videotape on your head. No, what is this? Uh, I don't know. It's like, a, you know, the old book. Oh, on, uh, yes. Oh, right. So yeah, if you balance a book on your head. Right. Can you do the show like that? Yeah, right? <laughs> it already fell off. And and I was wondering if, uh, do they, is there something I could wear? Is there a brace? I knew somebody who had scoliosis and they would they wear, wear a, a brace, brace all yeah. the time. And I'm like, does it come down to that? Wear the thing that Lisa Kudrow wore in, uh, that was a, that was a scoliosis yes, right, yeah. brace in, uh, Romeo and Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It's I, like that reporter who um, just got hit by the car, and she was, uh, oh. you know, tries to speak without the Philly accent, I and then the second should. she was hit, it all yeah. came back out. Yeah, I don't know. Hang on. Well, listen, there's some calls coming in. Oh. Maybe it's possible. Uh, let me go to uh, Mario. Yo, Mario, good morning. Safe flight repair. <laughs> Safe flight replace. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, let's do it one more yeah. time, Mario. Give him the uh, setup, right, Mario. Hold go on ahead. a second. Uh, after three, two, one, you come in, okay, all of us? Okay, ready? Three. One. Two, three. <laughs> Safe flight repair. Safe flight repair. Oh, no, Mario. That was way off. Well, because he can't. Mario, you're not counting. No, Steve's counting. No, no. He, it's, the moment is ruined, Mario. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to Came put you away. on the uh, farm league team. The posture thing. Can you help? So, listen. Yeah, I have legitimate problems in my back. Um, and I have the same exact problem. I feel like my shoulders are kind of closing in on themselves. Yeah. So I based, I got this thing. It's called a comfy brace. You could probably jump on Amazon and check it out. I'm writing like that down. 30, 30 bucks or something. And you basically, uh, you loop your arms through it and it holds your shoulders back for you press. And then that way it almost looks like you're wearing a shoulder holster for a gun. Okay. okay. That actually makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so the, with the way you would put that on and it sort of pulls your shoulders back naturally. Yeah. I like that. First time I wore it, the guy I worked with, he's like, it looks like you're strapped. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, (laughs) You know what, Preston? Get a shoulder holster. It's going to make me look a little more uh, busty, too. Yeah. Yeah. Put it up under your shirt. Don't tell anybody. You're going to have a big uh, trap day. Oh, my God. Preston's breasts look wonderful. All right. Thank you. I I wrote that down. I may try that because love Love you. I I just, um, I, I don't see, I can't do it on my own. I can't do it on my own. Um, okay. Let me go to um, let me go to Annie. Hi, Annie. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. What's up, you? Annie? Good. Um, well, have you ever noticed that ballet dancers have very good posture? They do. They yeah. show them. The, there's never a slumped swan leg. <laughs> slumped over. Exactly. So <clears throat> the key is you got to strengthen your core. I hear that about everything. No, what he needs really, uh, to be honest, Annie, and, and your, your advice is actually correct and salient. However, he says, and I, under, I hear people say this all the time, I understand, a constant sort of reminder or just gentle pushback that reminds you yeah. to stay in that position. I used to do uh, planks and, and crunches and, and, and all that stuff, and I still had lousy posture. So I, I appreciate it, and, and you should have, you know, your, yeah, your she's pro- right. core strength is important for a lot Did of Did you things. ever do ballet? Uh, thank you, Annie. No, maybe that's maybe what that's I need to do. Hey. <gasps> Preston. Not a bad idea. White Knights. What was it? What were we just talking yeah, about? Yeah, Michaela Bruce. Yeah, yeah that could be you. Today. Yeah. Oh, my God. Would you guys love to see me doing ballet? <laughs> it's like the, um, like, uh, I mean, different athletes, but I remember um, when I worked for the Sixers, like a lot of the NBA players, some of them would, would go and take ballet lessons as part of balance. And, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever do ballet? Yeah. 
Uh, I, when I was little. Okay. I did, like hockey players sometimes will take figure skating lessons yeah. uh, to, to get better on ice. Absolutely. Uh, but listen, I've already I've already started to slouch right now. I've just noticed. I was down like this. Part of it is that I, is that I use a microphone yes. and I and I sometimes have to, I'm tall as well. And you don't want to keep adjusting I, the mic. Sometimes I, yeah. I have to bend down, you know, to see out of the, when, when I'm driving, it, you know, and, uh, I Whatever, can't talk just... into the microphone. <laughs> uh, My precious. Hang on, I'm going to go to uh, Zach. Hey, Zach, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Zach? Hey, uh, good morning, it, actually. <laughs> uh, Same to you. So, <laughs> I was a goaltender for 18 years from when I was 3 until I was 21, and the two most common injuries for goaltenders is knee injuries and middle to upper back injuries because they have to slouch a lot. No. You normally want a tall goaltender. So right. what happens over time is that your bones get accustomed to that from all the practicing and all the hardship through it. And so it becomes second nature for that. And the number one thing that our coach, and I still do today because I catch myself doing what you're doing, just subconsciously falling back into it, yeah. is I do exercises that keep my entire body straight okay. or my entire upper body. Like so you- I'll do push-ups. I'll actually go and do pull-ups. I'll actually go and do squats, and I'll have my arms straight up, sometimes with a little bit of weight. I I assume yoga would would I mean you, when you're doing yoga and planks you're doing that as well correct Preston? Yeah, I haven't done yoga in a couple of years. We stopped doing it after what, COVID hit. What if you were to do your show in a gold net? Oh, oh. Yeah, yes, while wearing right. a uh, ballet gear. outfit. <laughs> He's really we can gone put all these together. He's gone hog wild so, here. But so he, Zach, while doing exercises, you just make sure that your posture is in check or that, that you have it uh, correct. And yeah. then this has led into your everyday life uh, after doing all these repetitive motions with proper posture. Uh, essentially, yeah, because what uh, I'm doing is I'm, ba- I'm realigning my bones and my cartilage to have a, 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 a proper range of motion that I want it to have. If you don't practice it, then you're just gonna uh, you're just gonna fall back into your slouch by second nature and subconscious. Okay. Well, let me right, ask thanks, you. Zach. What's the long term detriment to being slouched over? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Nick. Yeah. Our therapist is on the line. Uh, our physical therapist, Christine from Trinity Rehab in Conjahawk, and hi, Christine. Hi, how are you? Great. Okay, so we have lousy posture, <laughs> and and I probably should have just talked to you about this, but, you know, I, I, I wanted to hear from people who have had success at it of changing. I mean, that's a big, you know, you have to you have to do it all the time. Is that the only way? Just, you so know, remind yourself to sit you, up straight? Definitely your height yeah. is the worst thing with the microphone level. So if you put something underneath your microphone just to yeah. cue you to sit up a little straighter, I think that would help. Raise He's right. I've got just, six inches above my yeah. head right that now. That might actually work. <laughs> well, I'm wondering yeah, if maybe he... something underneath there. I'm wondering if he needs to lower his seat so he's not as hunched over and... Uh, That's a good point. Hmm. Lower no, your seat. You don't want your knees and your hips to be greater than like a 90 degree bend. So then that would cause him to slouch more. So oh, no, he's got a high chair. All right, so right now, are you at are you at 90 degrees, Preston, sitting that way? I'm, I'm actually above 90 degrees. So okay. Uh, oh, there you go. That's yeah, good. So, and this seat is as low as it can go right now. And so you're still good. Ooh, I have more knee room. And what about the microphone? The microphone now, raise it just a little bit, and then there you go. Yeah, that'll work. Maybe Does that work? Then, Maybe I should, yeah. yeah. But, it, yeah, but, but I feel, listen, and this is just a radio a thing. Bit. When I want to speak intimately to the audience, right? Yeah, I have to bring the microphone down like this. Wait, put oh. it up and try to do that to the audience now. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Still works. Still works. Hey, Kathy. 
But Christine, you were you were telling me the other day that you were watching it on YouTube and you you commented on how Preston's posture was bad and mine was bad, but that Steve and mostly not I don't know if it's mostly or not. Steve stands for the whole show, and you said his he posture stands. was really good. Yeah, I think that's because he just is standing, so yeah. his pecs don't get. As tight as yours do. And he's got really nice so, pecs, too. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I massage my pecs throughout the show. <laughs> right. Just to make sure. That's also why. I've never massage. had the opportunity to massage your pecs, so I don't know. Uh, I, listen, I would, um, I would actually enjoy standing... Uh, but the 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 desk, uh, the the console in front of me here is so low no, that when I set my, my paperwork down, it, it just, wouldn't work. It's not possible. I would need a a, a higher uh, desk to do it. Do you it, know that so. for the entire time I've been in radio, I always stood yeah. be, simply because a it keeps me alert, and b I do find when I sit, I would slouch yeah. if I was at a microphone. Yeah. All right, Christine, I'm overdue to come see you, so we'll we'll do that. Okay. But I like yes. your microphone tips. I like that's and a good she's idea. right. Yeah. See, there you go. I'll see you guys soon. All right. See you later. Preston, do you stand when you move your bowels? No. Okay. Is that Try even possible? <laughs> I watched an episode of Kirby Enthusiasm last night, and there's a toilet seat that doesn't go down all the way, so Larry has to, like, climb on top of it, and he uh, he ends up, like, peeing backwards, standing on top of the seat, and it, it was so awful to watch. Anyway, there's a different story for you. By the way, so somebody had texted in, and you've seen, the like, the yoga ball seats? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Horrible. I, yeah. Horrible! <laughs> Wait, what? <clears throat> the dumbest. The, 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 here's a revolution in office furniture. Yeah. It's a ball. Yeah. And you sit on it. You're going to strengthen your core. Yeah. Or the other one that doesn't have a back to it where you're kind of bent like you're like it's a preacher bench. Yeah. Horrible. Right. I, I've tried the, the ball thing. It's just not. Uh, listen, I need some comfort. Standing, I'm um, down with. Like yeah. the, 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 the desk that will rise up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, and, a, and a couple people here use it. Yeah, so. I don't know. I think this microphone up. Is I think that's your best. You bet. like that? Maybe because well, I've left it there th- for this whole conversation, and if I want to speak, I have to be. Are you up. playing with your pecs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also massaging my pecs. Right. All right. Anyhow, that was a personal thing I, I wanted to throw out there, and we have loads of calls coming in. I appreciate it. Uh, a lot of physical therapists who want to check in. Uh, the I think um, the one of the callers has advice on how to help a saggy nut. Pressing. Wait a minute. Let me let me go to Ryan because he's got a, a tip here. Hi, uh, Ryan. Good morning. Hey, Preston, how are you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Good, good. I like Christine's tip. That was a good idea, but I was kind of going for the car. Um, I was thinking what I do, and I you know, kind of have bad posture as well. Anytime I hit a red light, do that posture. And then anytime I get mad at someone driving, got to cue the posture. And those two happen pretty frequently. So, I, I mean, I can extend that tip to you. I don't know how bad <laughs> So, if you're just driving around all pissed off, sit up straight. Perfect posture. Wouldn't you, if you gunned it everywhere you went, wouldn't the force push you back in the seat properly? Yes. Yeah. That's a good idea. I, I like that, Ryan. So you have these little markers that, be remi- angry. that remind you yeah. uh, to do it. So you you have set mentally that a red light yeah. is a reminder to sit up straight and that uh, uh, getting pissed off at another driver or just in general while you're driving is yet another marker to like remind that. you to sit up straight. Exactly. And, you know, everyone says the exercise, but no one does. And I've told a thousand people. So right. I'm assuming you're also the same way. So yeah, pretty those. much. All right. How about setting setting a Siri reminder every five minutes? To every, like sit up every straight. Every yeah. five minutes, all day long. <laughs> I mean, throughout this, it, it's awful. Thanks, right? Sit up you try. <laughs> sit up straight. Throughout, sit up this, straight. throughout this conversation, I like try to remind myself yeah. just now while we're like actively talking about it, and I'm still failing at it. So yeah. 
Anything that can help. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow. All right. Um, I did. Besides that, I noticed some things that I thought were uh, were bringing up, uh, worth bringing up. If you guys don't mind, I'll just dive into the noticer file here. Uh, but I did see this laughter can be great medicine. We all know this. Wait, I was it for your posture. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, researchers from Japan found that when people ages 65 and up share a laugh with friends, it lowers the risk of cognitive or physical disability by over 30%. God, I hope that's the case because I, you know, that's my whole, that's my jam. Yeah. Laughing, trying uh, to make people laugh. And I hope that keeps you from going off the deep end. Well, you need to laugh yourself, too. Uh, this was compared to people of the How same, does that affect my pecs? The same <laughs> age. <laughs> it's good for the core. It's got to be good for the core, right? Uh, who laughed? It, it was uh, this was compared to people of the same age who laughed alone. Yes, uh, that's always comforting. Yeah, like, what's season- Grandpa doing up there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are a different type of people. <laughs> Steve, didn't you say that you like your mom or dad told yeah. you that you that you would, I would laugh in the crib? By myself <laughs> in the crib, and my I remember my mother. She was telling me, uh, God bless her. She 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 goes. Yeah, it was it was very strange. <laughs> you could see she was troubled by it. So the experts say that the reason for this remains unclear, but that laughing with friends may improve our immune functions, which in turn can reduce the risk of disability. There was a story years ago. I think it was made into a, a, a movie. Uh, it was a true story about a guy who claims to have healed himself through laughter. And I think, Preston, he watched a steady diet of Three Stooges movies. Do you, huh. remember, do you remember this? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a true story. Oh, Nick, if you could do a little yeah, search. Yeah, yeah that, that was, I think. And so the doctors or the people who were tending to him said that the laughter was certain, not not obviously everything, but it was conducive to his getting better. The lead study author said laughter with friends brings health benefits such as stress release, improvement of uh, of immune uh, functions, and a sense of social connectedness. Yeah. Uh, The scientists go as far as saying having more situations to laugh with others or at least the situation to laugh with friends might contribute to reduce the risk of functional disability later in life. Wow, Steve, your uh, recollection is impressive. There was a guy, he was uh, from Philadelphia, believe it or not. His name was um, Norman... I'm sorry. <laughs> Norman Stitz. Norman uh, Cousins. Steve, Steve oh, Schaefer. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Norman Cousins is associated with the uh, story as well, Preston. Okay. But anyway, so this guy um, was watching Three Stooges in a hospital, and it helped uh, helped him, like, cognitively get better and physically get better. Oh. Isn't that wild? Okay. So we, we are lucky. We, we come to work every day. And we always have a good laugh with friends here every Absolutely. single day without fail. And they say that keeps you sharper. That's why isolation... And now more than ever, they study the effects of isolation on people and the amount of damage that can do. By the way, okay, so I have a question about uh, little things like this right. and, and, and uh, you know, uh, hearing tips that, that this will help with uh, with cognitive ability and all that. So I play the uh, the Scrabble game on my phone and the app, and the ads that run regularly are yeah. for other games. Uh-huh. And, like, at least 50% of them saying... Uh, Alzheimer's, and so on, and so on. Really? Uh, and it says, you know, want to battle that? Then play this game. You know. Well, there's and- a point that it, they, they are making a good point. There, my my wife plays a lot of the was it Lumosity or uh, something like that. Right. So those games, a lot of those games, they've been they've been yes. And um, she her her mother had dementia, uh, and so she's you know she's cognizant of that and wants to make sure. 
that that's something that she's able to avoid by keeping your mind engaged and sharp. So she'll she loves playing games A and B loves playing these games. Lumosity, that's Lumosity, it. Yeah. 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 Um yep, I'm I'm curious of the um of the proof of that, you know, if, if this Gary Busey swears by it, does he really? <laughs> yeah. So, but but they pop up and they use that constantly. <laughs> uh, and they're usually, you know, word games or or math related, or right. Something like that where you have to work out problems. Just so. being engaged, just you know, just engage the mind. I haven't been to a, a comedy club since the pandemic. I haven't been to Helium or, or Punchline. And uh, Steve, you know, you were talking about getting out and going to places. Yes, and that's something. I, like I've watched a ton of specials on that. Netflix. And it's great. I love watching any comedian, especially ones we've had on the show. But there's something about being in a room, laughing with everybody else at the same time, and experiencing that. Like it's like a, uh, you know going to a concert. Sure, it's what people are assessing now about what what, what re- is really necessary. And like, for example, for the Christmas miracle, getting out and seeing everybody out and about and smiling and that <laughs> energy. Well, uh, man, did I need that? All laughing Seemed at the same time. All laughing yeah. at the same time. It was wonderful. Yep. All right. So anyhow, laughing. Apparently can help out with uh, I possibly be- avoiding uh, disabilities. It's the wrong button. Mayor Nutter saying you can't Nutter. be a jackass. Right. While I was looking for Casey's laugh. I um, noticed this. If you are we're a, noticing things. Yes, we are. Uh, a hopeless romantic. Uh, psychologist Dana McNeil explains a hopeless romantic can often be described as someone who is in love with being in love. I love you. They believe that love conquers all. I love love. And you might be a hopeless romantic if you, A, profess to be an eternal optimist, uh, B, have strong uh, destiny beliefs, or continue to wear rose-colored glasses even in the face of truly chronic issues. Uh, you're too easily willing to let hurtful words or actions go, and you've silenced your truth. I do believe in the power of love. And believing that being in a relationship will improve your life. So there's a couple of things here. I do consider myself a a romantic and, and believe in what love can do. Me too. I but I am also a realist, and I realize in my life have realized when I was not in love and it was something else, or I was making a mistake because of love. Uh, and uh, but I, in the grand scheme of like literature and and stories and and my own personal life, I believe you know uh, I believe in it. I believe in that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't get carried away often by it, but I do believe in it. I, I was, uh, you know, thinking of my single days, I was right. always yearning uh, to find that <laughs> somebody. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and even though, even if I was, uh, you know, playing the field, so to speak. My sweetest, even though you smell like burned rubber, oh, <laughs> I want you with me forever. And not just because of my love of NASCAR. <laughs> Uh, but but I was always yearning to find that person yeah. that uh, you yeah. know that I was connected to that I, I really wanted to be with somebody. Uh, so I I think I would fall in that category of hopeless romantic. You guys believe in a thing called love. Yeah. I believe in yeah. a thing called love. Yes. <laughs> and psychologist Lauren Cook adds that hopeless romantics are often coping with anxious attachment. Which which goes hand in hand with a fear of abandonment, and that. What ho- about their posture? And then hopeful <laughs> romantics can see hopeless romantics tend to slump when a relationship isn't working. And I love my pics. When it is working, when it isn't working, mm-hmm. uh, to go from being hopeless to hopeful, Cook says you must cultivate self love. I did that last night. You do a lot. <laughs> and, and I wasn't planning on it too. And commit to self work. Uh, and it could also be helpful to work with a mental health care uh, provider as well. So, 
is what is hopelessly yeah, devoted, devoted yeah. to you. Yes, exactly. So, listen, and especially this time of year, as we're ramping up to Valentine's Day, it can really, if you are a hopeless romantic, I think it can kind of wreck you. You know what I mean? It can. Uh, yes, absolutely. Like, as I said, I'm coming up on my 25th anniversary of marriage, and and like I said, the, you reach a point, Preston, I know that you feel this way, Casey, you do as well, and Kathy and, and Nikki, obviously you have a younger relationship, but when that person's in your life, that is the absolute right person. Yep. It, there is nothing that can compare to it. And yep. that's, you know, that's what you find. It's yep. what you long for. I wish that for all of you. Yes. yes. Except for the people I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then I wish you bad posture and floppy breasts. <laughs> Please, horrible posture and floppy breasts. Floppy pecs. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a card. <laughs> I wish you floppy pecs. <laughs> uh, Steve's <laughs> Valentine's line. <laughs> all right. So we know multitasking, right? Multitasking. Uh huh. There is now monotasking. Okay. I kind of like this concept. Do you have to be sick to do it? <laughs> Not mononucleosis, oh. monotasking, and it is working on a single idea, task, or a project for a clearly defined amount of time. All right. There is now a startup that is called Spacetime Monotasking. Sounds and like it a scam. encourages yeah. users to monotask <laughs> while sharing a Zoom call with four to 12 strangers at a time. It's the opposite of multitasking. Wait, which wouldn't that is... be multitasking? Yeah, right. No, 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 no. You're working on one thing. With, uh. a, with a bunch of other people. So on you're working on it with, so if you're on a, a Zoom call with 12 people, 11 people are watching you do it while one no. is actually working. Multitasking is working on several projects at the right. same time. See, I, would, I think that this is... Um, this is going to be more productive for people. Agreed. I think so, too. So I, th- I think that, that multitasking is starting to overwhelm some people. And, as we're finding in the in the job world... This work-a-day world? In this work-a-day world, that management and so forth is starting to push, do this project, that project, that project, and do all these other things at the same time. Right. And that... The, uh, so, okay... Well, it makes I, you valuable I, if you can do that, right. but they're trying to push that on a lot of people. I there think. are certain scenarios and situations in which I can do that. I am more effective when I have it right now on my computer. I have a, 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 a couple of to-do lists. Okay. I also yeah. find as of late, over the past couple of years, I should say not as of, you know, that recently, the second something comes into my mind, take that outside, throw that out, I, I go do it. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't dawdle because if I dawdle, I will not do it. Same. So I just go do it. I'm like forever the multitasker. I like constantly am doing 900 things, and then a lot of times you get like almost finished. Yeah. And, and, but you're then you move on to something else. So if I do what you're talking about, like make the list, Steve, yeah. and I will work on one thing at a time. Like the list gets done so much quicker. It does. Oh, yeah, I do that it too. Does. I have a, I have a, a uh, what they call a boogie board. It's a it's a digital, yeah. uh, um, uh, essentially blackboard, and I write down my things that I need to do today. Oh. And it's it's even simple things like exercise. You know, I. Put that on the list. Just a reminder. Because the moment when you scratch it off. You feel good. Boom. Do you have a loogie board? I I don't have a loogie board. No. I have a boogie board. We have a boogie board too, and we lost the pen, so it's useless. Oh, what? Um, you can you can buy those carve it into it. Order order it on Amazon. Yeah, okay. yeah. They'll, carve they'll, it in with a steak knife. Um. So anyhow, so uh, but but listen, Kathy. Uh, in in my world, anyway, moms do more multitasking, yeah. or or it's part of your job, especially if you, if you have children and and. Uh, and you're, you know, the uh, uh, we're doing a lot of work from home and managing the household. There's a lot, have to. a lot of multitasking that has to get done. Um, so anyhow, yeah, you're on the Zoom call with four to twelve strangers at a time. 
Uh, and apparently most who use space-time monotasking are freelancers or self-employed people who enjoy having the, quote, gentle pressure. Gentle pressure. Of having to follow up with a group after an hour or two. Like and, being mildly constipated. And though monotasking is not for everyone, the American Psychological Association has found that stress has been heightened for employees across all professions mm. and that the stressors causing burnout are unlike to, to subside anytime soon. Well, this actually speaks to something we'd talked about before and about the Zoom meeting dynamic and the fact that um, in many cases they are less productive because so much of what gets done occurs after the meeting or as the meeting is breaking up and people talk to each other and get things done that way. And that becomes sort of multitasking. Here's what I don't know about this monotasking thing is yeah. that these other people that you're in the Zoom with is how are they involved in what you are doing? Do, do you sign playing up? playing with themselves. Well, do you sign up per task? Like, you know, and everybody's doing the same thing. I don't like that. And then you come back and you check it. No, I don't know. I don't know if it's that way or not. And then you come back a couple hours later and say, I did A, B, C, and D. I think, I don't know how when I think works. of, and I don't, I just heard the phrase eight minutes ago when you said it, but monotasking to me would be, would be a classic to-do list scenario. I'm doing number one, number two, number three. I'm not doing, you know, one through six at the same time. No, this is just doing number one. Number one. And that's it's it. just pee-pee. Just pee-pee, and yeah. that's it. You get to number two later. <laughs> Cross that off. Next Make day. boom-boom later. <laughs> yes. Did, oh. you, did you make? But <laughs> Did you go? <laughs> but... If you are interested in checking this out, if it sounds interesting to you, you'll have to you have to check the site. I don't know the details on it, but it's called space time monotasking. I just kind of like I like that phrase monotasking. Focus on one thing, get it done, move on. Do you know what's funny? Is there the people who to tell you how to do all these things and monotasking, come up with these books? That's their job is is telling you how to you know they've they've made a job out of telling you how to do your job. So and and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I've I've gotten on top top of fad things. That I thought, oh, that's going to be very productive, and it falls apart quickly. So, do you think sometimes they're just making it up? No, I think that a lot. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes I do. But I, monotasking for me makes sense because I'm a fan of the to-do list. Yeah. And so, going the the notion that um, to be an effective worker, you have to be able to multitask. I don't always think that's the case. By the way, I God found, damn it! You mentioned making lists, and and that's a that's a theme here. I found a uh, a really cool link the other day of. Uh, some <clears throat> interesting ways to use the notes on your uh, on your iPhone. Yeah, uh, the notes app. I use that all the time. Re- I do too. Yeah, I use too. it constantly. And there's some really great stuff that you can do on it that I wasn't aware of. I I, di- I am aware of. I use the um, uh, the itemized uh, listing one where you can check stuff off. Yeah, very nice. That's the best. I use that when I go to the grocery. Do you ever store. use Pornhub? Every single time what? I do not use Pornhub. Yeah. So on, on the new. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so a jerkmate on the new on the new Mac OS. So let me two seconds here. I don't know if you guys have this. But in the lower corner, if I click on this, you see this thing that's popping up here? Uh-huh. It is an always-at-the-ready notepad. Okay. It yeah. just pops up. That just is floating right there. It is annoying, but it works. It's Preston, annoying. you know what I do? I add, um, like, so in my notes, uh, I'll add, you, you can add photos. So if you want to make, like, um, oh, okay. a list of something. Really? or Yeah. Like, so when, um, when I went to Nashville for a bachelorette party, I kind of planned the whole thing. And so we had the notes, and then we would put... Um, God, I want you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, the pictures of, of the place, or, like, you know, something yeah. that would remind us, like, oh, that's what that place is. Right. Yeah, and there's uh, <sighs> there's cool stuff in here on how to... How to um, Categorize these things and and uh, use hashtags that will that will put them into a folder and stuff like that. I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, I want to see. You know it. what the deal is? Though? What what works for you? Use it. You know, yeah. Yeah. W- it doesn't matter as long as you get through. That's the big thing for a lot of people. Is 
Yeah. They have a lot of things that they never complete. It's it's not yeah. you know you got to get good at it. You got to train yourself to do it. Well, so I guess the key to multi and monotasking is really prioritizing. You know, the order of yeah. which you want to accomplish things. You know, get and the big foam rubber cowboy hat yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> Preston, I just realized um, the the checkoff list thing. I actually use a whole separate app for that. It's not oh. notes. I didn't know you could do that in notes. Yes, I have a checkoff app, but oh, it's have... Russian literature. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Kathy, if you if you pull it up, and I'm I'm showing her this. If you pull up a, a new note that you're going to do, you click on this little thing with the check notes right there, and then anytime, so I'll, I'll write like you know, uh, Kathy, and then you hit return, and then you get a whole another new tab. It comes up after that, and then when you're done, you, you check it off. All right, you have to show me this because okay. I don't have that. Uh, you should. You, should. Okay. you do. All right, well, anyway. Uh, yes, organizing and keeping a list. It's right under your Ashley Madison app. <clears throat> and monotasking <laughs> is a new catchphrase for you. All right, that's all I have time to notice. we got to take a break because we have Bizarre File stories coming. We also have a couple of guests who are going to be joining us in the studio in a little while. Very nice. Uh, we have Joel and Leah <clears throat> who uh, joined us in London when we took that trip there uh, for the Eagles game. They are in our city filming for their YouTube series. Like really cool. <laughs> I wonder if, uh, of the, if, if Brits <laughs> multitask in a different way than we do. Good question. And we're going to play Brit or not a Brit with him, which is this game we've set up. Let's see how that goes. So let's take a break, come back in a second, and we'll get to the B-File when we return. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Kind of self-explanatory after that. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acnemarkets.com for program details. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we get to the bizarre fall, I wanted to give a bit of a, a butt plug, as we call it, to uh, this horrible, horrible uh, incident and this young man who's uh, uh, fighting for his life. His name is Ryan uh, Jastrzemski, uh, if I pronounce that correctly, hopefully. Uh, but, Kathy, you had that in the news the other day. Yeah. Uh, he was burned in this uh, bonfire accident. He's 11 years old, suffered burned, burns over 90% of his body. Uh, there's a GoFundMe that's set up. We have it linked on PrestonandSteve.com. They ended up having to go to Galveston, Texas, uh, to where a, a team of pediatric burn specialists can better assist with his recovery. Oh. He's He's made it past... A couple of days, which was crucial when you have 90% of your body burned like that. Uh, It's going to be a tough road for this kid for a long time. So uh, they're local and um, they're looking for help. So there is a... Uh, a, a GoFundMe setup. If you can reach out and help out, that would be wonderful. We would very much appreciate that. So that's at uh, uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Hope the best from obviously. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. I didn't realize there was that connection, but yep. wow. Yep, absolutely. All right, um, we're going to do the Bizarre File now. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre all right, brought to you this morning by Squeezed.com, the best used cleanse on the market. You can lose inches, drop pounds, feel great, sleep better. Now free shipping with the code RADIO at checkout. All right, a Florida man was arrested last Wednesday for allegedly causing a disturbance at a Waffle House over the way his bacon was cooked. 
And apparently... Mar- Son of a bitch. Martin Jose Alvarez is accused of yelling, you better cook the effing bacon right. <laughs> wow. Police said Alvarez was upset about his bacon, how his bacon was delivered. I didn't get any details on how, how his bacon was delivered, how it was yeah. brought to the table. I don't know. Or what shape it was in when they brought it to the table. Uh, Alvarez. The hell are you doing? Is accused of. <laughs> you don't deserve to be a Waffle House. He's accused of shouting racial slurs at the workers and resisting officers until they threatened him with a taser. Bacon. Bacon. Where's the bacon? I smell bacon. Reports said... Bacon. bacon. Only one thing smells like bacon. That's bacon. That Alvarez is facing charges of disorderly intoxication, resisting an officer, and simple assault, and he is currently held in the county jail. So, yep, Florida man. Florida man. That's one strike. Let's see how the eggs come out. <laughs> All right, how about this, man? A wild boar... Turned from the hunted to the hunter after fatally biting an Italian man who had shot at it for sport. Uh, Giuliano uh, Berrettini. I'm going to shoot at the bar. Bled to death in front of his father while the pair were hunting. They can be incredibly aggressive. Yeah. Uh, Julio had uh, landed a shot on the wild beast which collapsed to the ground as the hunter went over to check on his prey. Uh, but to the Italian's surprise, the boar jumped up on its feet. The old boar and switch. Bit him at the top of his right leg as he approached, oh. severing his femoral oh, artery no. and killed him. Oh, oh wow. God. His last desperate message was uh, reportedly a warning cry to his friends through his walkie-talkie. He was saying, help, help, I'm dying. Uh, forest rescue teams and the emergency services rushed to try and revive the 36-year-old, but he had lost too much blood. And died right in front of his father, who would require treatment for shock. Have you ever seen an attacking boar? They can get in- very aggressive. I I, I've never seen yeah. like video of them actually attacking a human yes. being before. Yeah, yeah. But they they're very fast, and yep. obviously they have those tusks and and the the, the, the a huge mouth. They always seem teeth. pissed off. Yeah. yeah, they're not happy it's that what, they're um, a boar. It, it took out Robert Baratheon, correct? Robert and, Baratheon. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They don't show that, mm-hmm. but he was on a hunting, they were hunting boar. Yeah, and a boar took him out? That was from uh, the Game of Thrones. I just was thinking, like, is that some prime minister that I forgot? Like, I, that too, I, yeah. I, I, I see, from some... Lithuania. He's right. king. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, oh, dear God, he got killed by a boar. Uh, anyhow, the public uh, prosecutor's office declined to investigate the case, citing the accident as being caused by a wild animal, and there's uh, no criminal implications involved in his death. <sighs> wow, messed mm. up. Don't like that. The thief dubbed as the snake burglar for the way that he would wriggle on the floor to avoid businesses' alarm systems seems to have reappeared. Turn off the system. <laughs> the burglar who made off with thousands of dollars worth of cash and merchandise from multiple businesses in December might have struck again, this time at a gold exchange business earlier this month. Did he actually undulate across the floor the way yeah. a snake would? Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's well, wow. kind of sort of. So this guy described more like it. the worm. Caesar Meyer of, ground, of Crown Gold Exchange compared the thief's motion to Lieutenant Dan Taylor from Forrest Gump. <laughs> wow. Who lost his legs in the Vietnam War and without his wheelchair would have to crawl. He said this guy slithered in, crawled on the ground, kind of like Lieutenant Dan style, hand over hand. Ice cream. Didn't move his legs and was able to rummage through my entire back room for a full five minutes. Bastard. Meyer said that the burglar came in through a neighboring property in the same small uh, strip mall and got away with about $50,000 worth of silver. That's a successful snake. He said, uh, my alarm was set. We have motion sensors back there and it didn't catch him. 
And that's been the case with all of the other people that were burglarized by this same guy. So this is his method. That's his methodology. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He had tried being a bore earlier on, <laughs> Preston, but that didn't work. Police said they're investigating to see if this thief is the same person who committed last month's huh. burglaries. A viral prank video on TikTok has duped and disappointed a Florida woman into visiting a North Carolina town that she expected to look like a picturesque Switzerland town. So TikToker Olivia Garcia explained that she and her family were driving through the Carolinas uh, to catch a glance at a recent snowfall, and she convinced them to take like an hour-long detour to go to Gastonia, a town that she had just seen in a viral TikTok video from a guy named Zachary Kesey. Kesey's video was part of a series that he called Not Carolina Series. And it would it featured video footage of a trip that he took to Switzerland, and he purposely misidentified it as this North Carolina town. But the site is called North Carolina. Yes. Yeah. It's a joke. Huh. And it's pretty plain. All right. She just didn't understand it. Oh, so she posted on her own TikTok show the reality of Gastonia, which was a surprise. She said, all of a sudden we get there, and it's just a rundown gas station. <laughs> oh, man. And we had to go to the bathroom, and there was no bathroom that worked in any of the gas stations there. Oh, dude. oh man. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, and I mean, like, it's beautiful, mountainous, gorgeous country that you're seeing in the video, and he's claiming it's in North Carolina. And she's, right. wow, I didn't know this was in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> the plot twist, though, is her reaction to the real Gastonia garnered the attention of Walker E. Reed III, the town's mayor, who invited her to visit the town and give it another shot if he, she wanted to. Wait, which town? Gastonia. Uh, yeah, North pass. Carolina town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks, but no. All right, and then uh, let's see. We'll go with one more story, and let's end with this. So a woman in England said she'll never eat at McDonald's again after she bit into something hard while eating food from the chain, only to realize oh she had bitten oh a huge spider. Oh, God. Uh, a hard spider? Oh yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Did, now, I don't know. Perhaps sometimes <laughs> the menus are different. Do they have a McSpider? <laughs> uh, Katie Moss. In West England said that she ordered a chicken and bacon wrap from McDonald's through the app Just Eat, an online food ordering company based in the United Kingdom. Moss said that she was nearly done eating the wrap when she bit into something hard. She said, at first I thought it was the end of a tomato, so I pulled it out, and I thought it was maybe just a part of the chicken. But when I looked closer, I thought it was a crab, and then I realized it was a spider. So it went from chicken to crab to spider. She said, I spat the rest out. Uh, but I had bitten into it. It was disgusting, and I felt like throwing up. It was all curled up. Oh, it's a fairly formidable spider. Yeah, Moss awesome. said that the spider was a kind that she had never seen before and suspected it wasn't native of the U.K. Is that a contest over there where if you get the spider, you get you win something? She said it left an odd taste in her mouth, and she's paranoid about eating anything else. After the incident, Moss said she called the McDonald's uh, when she got the food to report what had happened. McDonald's said in a statement, as soon as this was brought to our attention in the restaurant, the customer was apologized to and offered both a refund and replacement meal. The customer has also returned the item in question, which will enable us to investigate further. There was a dead rat in my shake. You won! (laughs) Uh, Moss said uh, neither McDonald's nor Just Eat could say how the spider got into the wrap. That's pretty gnarly. (laughs) All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we have a couple of guests that are going to be joining us. They are in from the U.K., speaking of that last story. And uh, they host a YouTube series. We've had them on the show before, and they are in Philadelphia. So we'll come back with Joel and Leah when we get back. Stay with us. Kathy Romano can't taste chocolate or wine. And this just might be her personal hell. Take this journey with her on the latest Daily Rush. Real uh, 
quick heads up. We have a new Daily Rush video that is uh, available for your consumption, and it was our uh, interview with Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, cool. Uh, so if you want to watch that video, it was great. We had a really... Really cool, lengthy conversation with him. He's such a nice guy. Very, again, he's somebody we got to get back on and in the studio. Yep, talks about his music, 24, Stand By Me, how he chooses his projects, and he also wished me a happy birthday Aww. via Steve. Right. It was, Steve's <laughs> it was a bang shot off me, but he finally uh, realized it was your birthday. And by the way, if you follow WMMR on Instagram, you can get uh, delivered right to your feed, the Daily Rush videos, and sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity. Dot com. So uh, check that out when you get a chance. And uh, we got a couple of guests that are in our studio, yep. fresh from our uh, Acme Lounge. Yeah. Finally, and we're getting to use it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have arrived in our studio via the UK, and we actually hung out with them in London. They came by our live broadcast when the yeah. Eagles were playing, and we did uh, a few days in London. And they are in town filming for their YouTube series, and they're great people. We love them. Give some love to Joel and Leah. Yeah. Guys. Hi guys, how are you? Yeah, oh, we're good. We're even happier you've used that music. Yeah. Oh, very royal. Iconic. <laughs> when it came on, I was like, "This is incredible." Any American show, whenever this has been for for decades, uh-huh. whenever they go to London yes. th- th- or England, there is a stock shot of Big Ben, and uh-huh. that's the music that plays yes. to show the transition. <laughs> it is almost guaranteed. We'll show a ca- car going right. right Tower Bridge, yeah. and yeah. yes, and that's it. The music every time. Played. Oh, I know where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you'll hear like the oh, you, you, Paris. You get the Eiffel Tower. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, all the state. Oh, here's where we are. Yeah, every time. So listen, you guys. Uh, when did you get uh, to the states? Uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday. On Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. And Kate flew into Philadelphia or New York or we where'd you did. go? Yeah, Philadelphia. We got detained. That was yeah, fun. detained. I told uh, Casey about it. it was, um, yeah, we were terrified. U.S. Border Control. So scary. So <laughs> detained? What did they... Well, detained might be a bit dramatic, but they took us aside. They took our passports away, took us into secondary questioning. Oh. They separated us. They went through all our luggage. They were asking us all these probing so questions. my palms are sweating as we read I know. I'm saying. Like, I'm so innocent. That's the problem. They, like, they don't smile at you, right? Like, no. there's no, like, don't worry, yeah. we're just gonna... It's like, you think you're, you know, something you've the done. The thing something. to do, yeah. and the way to deflect immediately, if you ever get in that situation, is say, mm-hmm. we don't have any bombs. Yeah, yeah. And then, I've heard and then they'll react. No, it is a weird thing and I think a lot of people go through, I know I do, I'm always like, I know that I'm completely, there's nothing, it's clean but you're like, you can't help it when they start pointing their attention at you, you're going to start getting nervous. I know. Yeah. And I was he, like, Joel, we need to get our story straight. He was like, what story? <laughs> <laughs> Just tell the truth. <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar with, with Joel and Leah, they, they have this YouTube series and they do a lot of comparisons to uh, American culture and British culture. And that's where they kind of, they jumped on our radar because they'll do fun things like uh, sampling food. Uh, I watched a video this morning of you, Joel, driving in the United States oh, for geez. the first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was in Orlando, oh, I think. Playing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Listen, when we went to London, yeah. I, after spending a couple days I'm, uh, or in, in advance, I'm like, I'm wondering if I could be able to drive here or not. And after <laughs> after spending a couple days, actually five minutes, I'm like, no. No. No, no way would I be able to. And A, London is a major metropolitan area. Mm. So being able to drive in, uh, maybe I could pull it off in the country, but but in a no. city, forget oh, it. Man. Really? Yeah. You think yeah. you could do country roads? They are terrifying. They're are so they? small and narrow, and you feel like everyone's going to hit you, and it's really scary. Okay, okay, you know I'll what just happens? write off the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. So we, in years ago, we'd go, 
gone over when Guinness was giving away these type of promotion where they give away pubs in Ireland. Like you, wow. you'd get the wow. pub, you'd get the whole business. And so we went over, and we, I don't think we even drove then, Preston. I think uh, no. uh, Marilyn's friend drove around. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm always thinking of that story years ago when, remember, Matthew Broderick was over. And, and he was driving with, I think, uh, uh, Aaron, who was a, who was oh, Yeah, from Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Gray. 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 Yeah. And they, 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 they were on the wrong side of the road, oh, and they nice. collided with the family, and it was a horrible story. Yeah. I'm like, nah, because yeah. it, it's such a... a uh, you've been driving so long here. Yeah, yeah. you've trained I, I, your whole life. My fear life. is I would just lapse back into the wrong yeah. side. Did you like on. driving on the on the, the right side of the road? It was it was scary. Yeah, and I did start driving with one foot on each pedal because I oh. drive a manual, <laughs> so oh. automatic. And Leah was like, "Why is it so jerky?" <laughs> and she's like, "Have you got a foot on each pedal?" I was like, "Yeah." Um, we so sound I, like I so intelligent on this, <laughs> on this show. But it was easy in the end because your roads are wider. I yeah. feel like, especially in Florida, mm. people don't get angry. There's so much road rage in the UK, oh, and like gosh, yeah. in there? Florida, they were just like, "Nah, you cut me up, it's fine." It's really <laughs> funny because Brits are quite polite. Well, we're kind of polite-ish. <laughs> But then on Not the road, yeah. we have this alter ego where we feel like we can say anything hmm. behind the, the car. And there so, probably yeah. is road rage here, but just uh, where we oh, were in Florida. Yeah, yeah, they were just no, there is. Yeah. But I'm surprised to hear that there's a lot in England. Uh, that, you know, everyone does seem... I mean, obviously, you always make these sweeping general. Everyone's so pleasant. But mm-hmm. but you're saying that that's out on the road, behind the wheel. It's yeah. a different story. Totally different story. Oh, yeah. But you know what? It's probably not scary to you guys because you're just like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So while you're in the area, how much time are you spending in, in Philadelphia and filming here? So, yeah, we have six days in total. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, which is kind of short, but we're hoping to just do all the all the touristy stuff. And obviously, okay. we're going to try Philly cheesesteak as well. So we haven't... We haven't First time. First oh. time, yeah. So a Philly cheesesteak, you got to try several of them. Yeah, several yeah. of them. There's, it's, you can't, I mean, they're all over the place. And so, oh, wow. What, but we can point you guys in the right direction uh, mm-hmm. if you if you need some places to go to, yeah. When you travel, you know, because when we came over to London, you sort of feel compelled to do the touristy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you don't necessarily get a taste of the city or the country when you do that. When you guys travel, do you... Do you bang out the touristy stuff and then dive a little deeper, or what's your approach? <laughs> it's really funny. Tell them about the love thing. Oh. Well, yeah, so everyone was banging on about the love sculpture here, and I'm like, you need to see it. And then we got there, and it was just like this it's tiny little love sculpture. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, we, just, we looked at it, and we went, no, surely not. Surely not. Surely but not. we do try to hit all of the touristy stuff. Wait, so you um, didn't like the love statue? Well, we just, we just went, no, we've not come halfway across the world for that. No, yeah. come on. Like, Make it's all it very sense. cute. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, nice. Yeah. Love's great. Oh, Love, love, love. It's just a very small sculpture. You're right. It's not. It's not impressive. Yeah, it's not like a uh, uh, an art masterpiece. And wow, how did they make the word love? Yeah. 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 It's but like, it's a nice positive message. It's, yeah. you know. We thought, no wonder they detained us at the airport. They don't believe we're tourists. There's nothing to see. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They're just bored. <laughs> but it's, it's like the Liberty Bell, which uh, whenever somebody comes here, mm. you know, I, I never say go, go see the Liberty Bell. It's, it's mm. underwhelming. It's a crack bell. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, there, I mean, there's a lot of stuff down there that, you know, and we did a thing years ago about people have lived, or all, lived here all their lives and have not seen it. It's just, mm. you know, so you, yes. you, you will leave, I'm sure, seeing more than a lot of Philadelphians had seen yeah. in your in your six days here. Mm. Okay. Do you guys do all the planning of what you want to do while you're here, or do you? Ha- yeah, you do it. So loose planning, don't we? And then mm. most of it's just like make it up as we go along. But we, we get, will have a few. And we get recommendations from yeah. our viewers as well. We rely heavily on that because we want to make videos for them. So we're like, well, what do you want to see? Yeah. So most of the times it will be all the touristy stuff. 
And we would like to go off the beaten track, but we don't often have the time to do that. Well, I think that's the charm is that you're doing the stuff that everyone says mm. uh, initially would say, I'd like to check that out. Mm. Uh, it's it's um, So these these uh, recon trips where you're going and you, you come here and obviously a lot of what, most of what you do is predicated on the differences and similarities. Mm. How many times a year, you know, outside of a COVID scenario, would you make the trip to the States? Yeah, we used to do quite a few, didn't we? Yeah. And then COVID just sort of, meant that that couldn't happen so yeah. uh yeah Maybe what we aiming for yeah. Yeah, three? three or four yeah, yeah three or four that's cool yeah. i feel like six days you can get like everything done and yeah. then some in six days here yeah. like no yep. doubt i don't even know what you've done so far and, and what you have planned for today mm-hmm. so uh what have we done so far joel you're the so map far. joel's the map <laughs> we, i'm just the wandering follower <laughs> we went to reading terminal market for okay. breakfast oh, good oh, cause that was nice well, and then did you we... have a did you go to the next because uh there's a there's a one of the shops in there has mm. what has been labeled the greatest sandwich in the United States oh, wow. is at Reading Terminal Market. Really? Do mm-hmm. they just write that on the poster <laughs> yeah, or do they actually? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, didn't, no, they didn't write it. it was, uh, I can't remember which uh, foodie or which, uh, I mean, but it was like, yeah. it wasn't a Philadelphian who said it. It okay. was somebody who has toured the whole country and said this is, this is, is the is greatest. That is the best sandwich. Mm-hmm. You, you wow. will bet, that, Wayne, there's a lot of great food here. That, that's one mm. thing. I mean, Philly, over the course of the time that we've been doing this show, uh, you know, has become a real foodie city. Yeah. So there's a lot of great stuff to yeah. check out. And, and as Preston was right, you can't do one cheesesteak. You're going to have to okay. do a couple. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's fine with that's that. Yeah, I can see the title now of that video. We tried the best <laughs> sandwich in America. Yes. <laughs> that yeah, right. quite good. Yeah. good. We also talking about soft pretzels. Apparently, that's a Apparently Philly that's thing. A thing. Someone said tomato pie. Yes. And I told that to someone, and they were like, what yes. is that? That's is what that we that call it, too. It? Tomato oh, pie. Oh, tomato, <laughs> tomato, tomato pie. Uh, tomato pie, yeah. So, yes, it's, it's kind of like pizza. <laughs> okay. Um, but without the, the cheese. Without the cheese. Oh, okay. And cold. it's usually it's served cold. cold. Yeah. So it's really and it has a sweetness like to it, too. It's sweet. It's yeah, really yeah. selling it, guys. Yeah, it's actually, it's unique, and it's good. Corpolese. Corpolese. You've got to to get there. They're our favorite tomato pie, for sure. And Yeah, the sweetness, I think, is what will surprise you is that it, mm-hmm. it definitely has that taste to it and I, it took a while for me to acclimate to it you probably also have to do crab fries right Ooh. yeah chicken and peats oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so crab fries too. why do you call us we'll give you a whole yeah. list yeah. I tr- listen so I, and I choice. put yeah. her I put Lee in touch with Marissa I said she is Philadelphia like right. in anything and mm-hmm. everything you need to know and actually because you, you um, you're Greek as well yeah uh, one of her best friends owns a Greek restaurant in, and it's uh. a, what is it called Hopa Opa. Yeah, Opa. yeah, Opa. yeah. Uh, yeah and that. so she owns a nice restaurant in the city of Philadelphia. But like, That's if awesome. you really needed to consult anybody about mm-hmm. anything you needed to see and do in the city, Marissa's your person. Is there a Sixers ah. game while they're here? There's a Sixers game. T- yeah, and LeBron James yeah. is in town. Yeah. LeBron. That, um, wow, you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I thought I, I pretended to be a fan girl then, but that, that's quite impressive. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. Um, is that like the Wells Fargo? Yeah. Look at you. Well, I did do a little bit of research. <laughs> <laughs> where are, are you guys staying in the city downtown? In the yeah. In Okay, cool. So we won't, we won't say where. No, no, no. Exactly. Last time we um, said where we were in a oh hotel, we just got so much food sent to the hotel, so maybe we <laughs> oh should God. say it. <laughs> we got they Cuban sandwiches, us. we got cheese, deliveries yeah. of just cheese, because we said on a live stream how we, we wanted cheese. We were hungry, cheese, they started then, sending food. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. Bruno Brothers. That's very cool that your, 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 your viewers are, are that, yeah. that nice and that look out for oh, you. Yeah. we got to send them to uh, Italian Market to yes. look at that uh, down that way, because you mentioned mm-hmm. cheese. De Bruno Bros is down there, right? Yeah, uh, yeah De Bruno's actually all over the place. Yeah. Are you guys you know, uh, museum people? 
Um, We've got a cool one. We've got a super cool one. The Muter Museum, it's it's written like mutter, but it's pronounced Muter Museum, and uh, it's oddities, and it's weird, like medical Medical anomalies and stuff like that, and and it's a really cool building (laughs) on top of it. So uh, if you want to go see some weird, gross stuff, uh, Philly's your place. Like a gigantic colon. Yeah, I mean, as a matter of fact. I mean, the weird, they have the skeleton of... uh, was the one time the tallest man in the in the in the world? Yes, right. Yeah. I was sure. at uh, the Casey Musgraves concert last night at oh, the Wells, wow. yeah, at, so Wells Fargo on. Center, and she has been in town for the last couple of days. She went to the Muter Museum. Oh, and, that's awesome. Uh, mm. yeah. If it's good enough for Casey, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. we were reading all about her in Nashville at that um, country music museum, weren't we? Yeah, we did. So I say we don't like museums; we actually do. Yeah, yeah. it depends. <laughs> just not modern art. I just I I don't I like know. modern art. Museums. All right, we will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll steer you that way. Uh, well, I see that our, our callers are getting on the line, and I think I want to take this out for a spin because one of the things that, that always surprises us here is um, when we'll be watching a show, a movie, mm-hmm. something like that, and you get to know a character, even sometimes over a few seasons, and then we'll hear an interview with them, and it turns out this person who we thought from was from America is a Brit, and they have mastered the accent. Um, and in fact, Kate Winslet, yeah. uh, a mm-hmm. show called Mayor of Easttown, which took place in this area, mm-hmm. had to master not only just the American accent, but specifically, she took it from where Casey is from, Delaware County. We call it Delco. Yeah. So she got it's got a very specific accent, and she said it was the most difficult accent she ever tried to master. And she nailed it. She nailed it spot wow. on. I mean, sorry, she's Amazing. winning awards right yeah. left for it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to do a game with you guys called Brit or Not a Brit. Oh, gosh, okay. We have a series of callers (laughs) that are going to speak. We've given them something to say. Oh, gosh. Some of them are British and some of them are American, but they're all going to be attempting a British accent. Okay. Or just talking. Have to determine whether they are legitimately British or not. 100% Joel's going to be really good at this. Oh, yeah? I'll try. I did a degree in linguistics. Well, there you go. That's good. Accents. But I say that, I probably, you know, I'll be terrible. Okay. Well, the funny thing is, is that, as you know, as, as you know, you're, you're obviously spent a lot of time in the, in the States. Obviously, there are different dialects throughout the United States. Mm-hmm. For for England, for the size that it is, there are a tremendous amount of different dialects. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild, ridiculous. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a particular accent? If someone uh, would would somebody be able to pick out what region you're from? I think they would say generic sort of south of the UK accent mm. for both of us. Leah's got I'm a slight Midlands twang. Up. Yeah, I'd say I'm Midlands RP. Yeah, so you're sort of in the middle of the yeah. UK. So, yeah, people could place us, but um, not not so specifically. I think. It's okay. so funny when some of our American viewers are like, Leah, you sound like Adele. I'm like... I really, I like really Adele. don't. Uh, really? Really? She's from a completely different area. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a bit sharper, right? Yeah. Do you guys yeah. have a favorite or least favorite uh, British accent? Um, oh, I love um, Welsh. Welsh. Oh, I love a bit of Welsh. I do. And I heard that Philadelphia's got a Welsh yeah. uh, bit of history here. Well, in fact, sure. yes, where you're at, Bella Kinwood is. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a Welsh uh, name. B A L A C Y N Y D. That's how you spell Bella Kinwood. So that's clearly a Welsh derivation. When you Mock uh, when you when you are trying to make like a like a classic stereotypical goofy mm. British accent. Which which do you target for it? What what, what region do you target? You probably end up being Birmingham, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> like Birmingham. Yeah, and Birmingham has been voted as like the ugliest UK <laughs> accent for right. years and years, Aww. which is so sad because it is it's, it's a quirky accent. Yeah, right. um, nice. But no, I think I we just go all. for a posh posh like us, but mm. right. times ten. 
Of course, oh. I, I remember doing the, the, when we do the, the royal family. We do the That's family. how he speaks. Yeah. 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 Pretty good, Steve. Right. But, but I mean, so, so and, it's, and, it, and everything that I do is a, is a, is a very over-exaggerated thing because that's how it resonates with people. But I love the subtlety, so we'll see how you guys do with okay. this. You kind of do a little cockney thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it goes. yeah. It's funny, though, what, what is amazing. We learned about cockney, and I was just watching To Sir With Love, um, again, when Sidney Poitier passed away, that... That Cockney speak, that jumbled that word. rhyming. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, can you follow it, or do you need to be from the neighborhood to know what some of that stuff it's, is? It's, it's almost like it's like speaking in metaphors. Yeah, like, like, you, yeah. yeah. Things would ping out, wouldn't they? Like yeah. apple and stairs. We know apple and pears mean stairs. Yes. things like that. But we can, if someone was actually speaking it, which yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever met it's anyone. It's kind of dying out now. Uh, yeah. so, like no. parents' generations that are from that area, then it kind of has now dissolved. I assume when you speak that way and you're calling for an ambulance and they can't figure out where you are, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. why you're dying out. Because yeah. you yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. can't get medical assistance. <laughs> All right, so we are going to play Brit or not a Brit. All right, and we've got callers on the line, and here's the story. We have given them... We had to play that. Uh, We've given them uh, lines from movies that are based in Philadelphia Mm -hmm. to say to you. So whatever they're saying makes no sense to you at all. Don't worry about it. It's from a a Philly movie. Preston, by happenstance, I watched both Rocky and the second half of Philadelphia last night. Oh, perfect. Yes, I'm all prepped. You're you're up to speed on this. All right, so uh, let's get our first caller on the line. Is this the order that we're going in? Yes. All right, we're going to go to uh, Jen. Uh, Jen, good morning. Morning to you. All right, Jen, you are going to read uh, a movie line for uh, Joel and uh, Leah, and let's see if we can figure out if you're a Brit or not a Brit. So go ahead, please. You, you know what crazy is? Crazy is majority bull. Take Jones, for example. Uh-huh. In the 18th century, no such thing. Nada. Nothing. No one ever imagined such a thing. No sane person, anyway. Hey. I love this doctor. Was straight, <laughs> <laughs> no, she was. Oh my God. Okay, all right, all right. Let's let's she find. Was quite good. Let's find out officially. Leah, <laughs> Leah, what do you think, Brit or not a Brit? I think not a Brit. All right, and Joel, Brit or not a Brit? Not a Brit. Uh, all right, Jen. Oh what are you? Where are you from, Jen? <laughs> where, where are you from, Jen? I am from Newark, Delaware. Newark, oh, Delaware. Oh, Not a Brit. All right, so somebody keeps score, well by the way. Right. They knew yeah. immediately. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, it was a bit over the top. <laughs> Wasn't bad, though. No, no, it was, yeah. it was mm. decent. She was just yeah. a, It was just a bit augmented. Right, right. Uh-huh. It's like yeah. the way I do it. Uh, what so, movie was that, by the way? Yeah, what we movie? Know? Anybody, do you know what movie those lines were from, Jen? Because I couldn't pick yeah, up on it. Yeah, that was from 12 Monkeys. 12 oh, oh, Monkeys. That was, that was pretty hard, actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. You did a good job. All right. Is Jen get, are we giving prizes away? Or Only if doing? they stump them. Only if they stump yeah, them. Okay. okay. That's right. the way we do it here in the States. Yeah. Sorry, really, Jen. You got to really do it. Jen. Thanks for playing, though. We Thank appreciate you. it. All right. These guys are uh, they're good on one. All right. Let's get our next caller on the line. It's quite a fun game. And we're going to go to Duke. Good morning, Duke. Hi. All right, Duke, could you please give us the line that you're going to be reading for Joel and Leah? Hey. Be nice if you had it ready to go. <laughs> give him a minute. He's doing it. Look, it's a name, man. The Italian stallion. The media will eat it up. Now, who discovered America? 
It's an, an Italian, right? What would be better than to get it on with one of its descendants? The actor prepares. Duke, I want to thank you for rehearsing that all night last night. <laughs> I watched yeah, that scene live last night. So wonderfully. Okay, so uh, what do you think? Let's go, Joel, Brit or not a Brit? I think he's a Brit. I think Duke isn't even his name because that's a very American name. <laughs> okay. I think he's a Brit. That's very good. And Leah, what do you think? I think not a Brit. You think not oh. a Brit. Duke, where are you from? I'm from Manchester. Oh, yes! So apparently Duke owns a barbershop called Blokes in Old City. No kidding. How Very nice, you, Duke. How long have you been in the States, Duke? Uh, ten years. Ten years. Okay. Wow. Originally from uh, from Manchester. Were you a, a, a barber there as well, or is this a whole new I life? I was, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Nice. A, and, barber and a musician. All right. And, and reading uh, the info that you sent us, what other uh, countries do you get mistaken that you are from? Oh, okay. Irish, uh, Australian. Kiwi, South African, all sorts. All of them, yeah, I believe it. And that, that's a common refrain, by the way. People are like, are you South African? And oh, my so God, yeah. Austra- yeah. To me, Australian and Kiwi yeah. are so different, and I don't know Oh, how. you use bloke. You use the word bloke. You must be from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, Duke, you did manage to uh, stump Leah, so I yeah. think that's good for a Yeah, price. we'll hook you up with something. All right, hang on a second, Duke. Thank yeah. you very much, man. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. Marissa, do I need to keep him on hold, or will we contact him? We'll contact him. We'll contact him. All right, it was let... funny, because my friend is uh, Helen. Duke, She's go. from Manchester, yeah. and uh, when he was saying a couple of things, I was like, oh, my God, that's... And I was with her last night. Uh, I was like, that's exactly how she sounds, so mm-hmm. maybe I can pick out a Manchester accent. All right, yeah. let's go with another caller. We have uh, Peter on the line. Good morning, Peter. Hey, good morning. Good morning. All right, so we're doing. We have uh, Joel and Leah here. We're playing Brit or not a Brit. Could you give us the line, please? I will do. Commodities or agricultural products like coffee that you had for breakfast, wheat, which is used to make bread, pork bellies, which is used to make bacon, which you might. Find in a bacon and lettuce and tomato sandwich. <laughs> yeah, definitely a Brit. <laughs> you guys both say Brit? Uh-huh. Brit. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Where's he from? Well, hang on. Yeah. Peter, well, yeah, if, if you were to narrow it down and you think it's legit, where would you say Peter's from? I don't think he's from the South. Can okay. you say a couple more words, please? <laughs> Just a few more. Just say a few more words, uh, Peter, if you would. Well, what sort of words would you like me to say? Yeah, All you right. did it. Okay. Well, what, what? Um, <laughs> should we go... I think Midlands, so like Midlands. Leo. Where where are you from, Peter? Well, that's pretty clever because I, I was born in a city called Leicester, which is in the middle. Hey! Wow. You got well, the Midlands. You got done. the whole thing. And how long but have I you spent most? I spent most of my life in London. All right. And uh, how long have you been in the states? Uh, Forty years. Forty, 40 years. Wow. Good for you, man. You that you still sound like that? Yeah, that is not faded whatsoever. No. All right. Well, thank you for playing, Peter. Unfortunately, you didn't stump these guys, but uh, we appreciate you calling in, and thank you for listening to the show. It's like... Thank you. That was fun. Take care, Peter. Uh, Normally, an accent would go away. That's why the hilarity of having Scotty on Star Trek had that complete... (laughs) Yeah. I I had... When I was a kid, I had a very thick Southern accent. Right. I I lived in in the South uh, growing up, and my parents speak with a Southern accent, but I've... You know, I shook it along the line. By the way, there was a Ralph Bellamy as Randolph Duke in Trading Places. (laughs) Yes. 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 All right. Let's get uh, another caller. We have William on. Hi, William. Good morning. Morning. All right, William, we are playing Brit or not a Brit, and uh, Joel and Leah want to hear your accent, so give us the line, please. What? Are you kidding? 
Sundays. I love Sundays. <laughs> I live for Sundays. The whole family's together. Mum makes brioche. Dad puts the jersey on. We're all watching the game. Yes, it drives me crazy. And yes, I was negative. You didn't even know that I loved it, Nikki, but I did. I just didn't appreciate it or you before. Okay. He could be a Brit. He could be a performer. He ah, could be performing be. right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what do you think if you had to? Uh, My had initial it? instinct was pretend and I not think, a Brit. Yes, no, I don't think he's a Brit, but that was a very good attempt. The, the when he said brioche, I died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> William, where are you from? Yeah, that's not even fair. That was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's from Delco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, William, they found you out, but thanks, man. We appreciate it, buddy. Oh. All right, let's we'll see. It's pretty, yeah. You know, it's funny because you all you have to do in, in many cases is convince people here. Uh, and, and so, you know, the, yes. the hard part, this is why when you do pass muster, when a Kate Winslet pulls off something as mechanically difficult as a sub-accent, sub-dialect yeah. here, yeah. it's an amazing thing. So well, the, way, the, way he, the way he said yo, he said yo. That's how you yeah. say it in yeah. Delaware County. Uh, in Delco, yeah. yeah. But you can, so far, I, like, you you can hear them trying. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the Brits are just natural. In that's, that's why, like, like, like when uh, Meryl Streep pulled off uh, the, the Polish accent in Sophie's Choice, you have, you'll have dialogue and dialect coaches on set. Yeah, right, to, to right. Keep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how hard it is. And yeah. by the way, you should visit some of the places that uh, are, are named for English cities. Like, you should definitely go to Chester and Camden and Camden. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no you you won't make it home. Those are like the high crime areas. That was a movie set in Delco. That was Silver Linings Playbook and Bradley Cooper's character. Ah, thank you, Dan, for the clarification. All right, we have another call on the line. It is Susan. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. Okay, Susan, we have uh, Joel and Leah here determining Brit or not a Brit. Could you please read what we sent to you? When you were making me, didn't you feel a certain inspiration? Almost like your hands were moved by force, not of this world. You made this body so that I could come to life. Okay. Uh, the accent was good, but the intonation was was all off, wasn't it? Do you think? Yeah, so? I don't know. I thought that was very. That's really hard to tell because I think I it could just be that she's reading a quote yeah. that made it sound it slightly it. off. But Do you want her to say brioche? Say brioche. All right, Joel. We're going to ask you. Um, uh, no, you know what? I'm going to take a risk. Say, I'm. She's a Brit. She's a Brit. Yeah. All right. Hey, and let's what do you say Brit then. She says Brit. All right, uh, Susan. Where are you from? I'm from Philly, baby. Oh. I think they really knew. I think I know. It's just I like, think oh. really uh, That means Susan is uh, a winner. So, uh, hang, uh, Susan, we're going to get in touch with you and set you up with a prize, okay? Sounds great. Thank you. This is so fun. All right. Oh, very thanks cool. for playing along. Cool. All right. You guys we know have... what movie that was? What? Uh, is no. that Mannequin? It is Mannequin. Oh. Kim, Kim Cattrall and Mannequin. You guys ever see Mannequin? There's uh, uh, Kim Cattrall, the actress from movie. Sex and the City. Yeah. She, she's a mannequin in a store in Philadelphia. She comes to life. And the, it's she, a true story. It's yeah, a true story. It's a true story. <laughs> true story. Yes. <laughs> right. It's a documentary. Really. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Kim Cattrall looks so plastic now. Oh, yeah. gosh. You guys. <laughs> All right. Let's get our next caller. We have uh, Chris. By the way, we have like a, done, a dozen of these to do. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Uh, <laughs> hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, Chris, uh, we are going to get... You already got a taste. We're going we're gonna to need to have you deliver the line. Could you go for it, please? 
now that we know who you are, I know who I am. I'm not a mistake. It all makes sense. In a comic, you know who you can tell who the arch-villain's going to be. He's the exact opposite of the hero. Most of the times, they're friends, like you and me. I should have known way back when. You know why, David? Because of the kids. Mm. They called me Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. All right. Mm. What do you think? Mm. Leah, let's go with you. I was going to say Brit from maybe like... The south, maybe somewhere near Essex. Okay, yeah, I think like could be London or even. I think definitely Brit. Yeah, definitely Brit. He said glass at the end instead of glass. Did he? I was like, wait, what? You threw me off the scent. I heard glass. I heard like yeah, G L O S S. Oh, gloss. It was the word gloss on the screen. All right, right. Yeah, no, no, no. The word glass, but but to our ears, we heard him say gloss. Yeah, I think I heard glass. I think he's definitely a Brit. I think me too. Yeah. All right, both of them say a Brit, and Chris. Where are you from? I am a Brit from uh, from Hatfield, Hertfordshire. Oh. Oh. Did you get it right? Yeah, well, um, no, I, I was wrong, but oh. yeah, London, kind of London And where do you call home now, Chris? Uh, Chester County, down in town. All right, how long have you been in the States? 18 years. 18, 18 years. years. Wow, nice. And the fact that they still retain a, a substantial part of that, yeah. it's pretty yeah. amazing. Except yeah. for when saying glass. Yeah. So that's because he's lived here, then. Yeah. So that yeah. bit's come out. Mm. Yeah. So we had uh, and, and we had this guy as a guest on the show a couple times. Um, Louis Knight. Uh, yes. He was a contestant on American Idol. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you know, oh, yeah. but he is like the only English kid guy person that I <laughs> have ever heard sing with an English accent. Oh, it's adorable. Yeah. Give right, me an impression of it. Chris, thanks for... A bunch of coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, thanks for playing, man. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks. All right, take care. All right, so you guys are doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Pretty I think good. you're doing missed good. a couple yeah. of them. All right. Uh, let's get another caller on the line. Oh, what movie was that? Uh, Unbreakable. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Glass. Glass. Mr. Glass. I don't know why I couldn't remember the name of the movie, but it's an M. Night Shyamalan classic. All right. Uh, we have Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Morning. Morning. All right, All right. Stephen, we have a... <laughs> they They're like immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. making their decisions when people say good morning. All right, Stephen, do us a favor and read the line we sent you. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. It'll beat you in the knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You may or nobody's going to hit as hard as life, but it ain't as hard, but it ain't how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you've got to be willing to take the hit and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you are because of him, her, or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. It's better than that. It started off like Scouse, then it went Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> like Liverpool, Scottish. You know what? His Scottish accent is better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're to say Brit or not a Brit, what do you think, Joel? I'll go not, not a Brit. A Brit. Yeah. No, not a Brit. No, All right. Uh, Stephen, where are you from? I'm from South Jersey. Hey! <laughs> uh, but I love that. That's a great quote from Rocky Balboa. Yeah, yeah he was he was hitting some of them pretty well. Like, like the word hit, he said het. Yeah, instead yeah. with more of an A. a I like e that sound. he did like a Scottish version rather than going for like was, R accent. Mm, that was, that was brilliant. What were you saying, Stephen? I was going for a North England Geordie accent. Okay. Oh, oh nice. so he knows his stuff. That's actually where Stallone is from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for playing, Stephen. Have a good one, man. 
right. Have we, a good one. If you're just tuning in, we have uh, Joel and Leah who are here uh, in the States. Uh, they do a YouTube series, and uh, they cover um, American culture, British culture, kind of compare the two, try some things out over here. Uh, sample a little bit. It's it's wonderful watching, uh, and and they're they're very much likable. So and people love to see the differences. Yes. And by the way, I saw um, BuzzFeed has all these great lists that pop up all the time, and there there was one that was showing American sections of grocery stores around the world, and and uh, so usually there's a small yeah, yeah. rack of stuff for maybe who's a tourist or sure. somebody who lives uh, that then go get some of their creature comforts uh, as far as food goes, and. You know what I noticed on every single one of those photos? What? What, do you th- what item, if you were to guess? That is considered expressly American. Yeah. It was very easy to spot by the packaging. Very bright packaging. Hmm. It's a candy. I'll give you that. Circus peanuts? No. Candy? Circus <laughs> peanuts. M&M's. No. No? It's a candy. Yeah. It's a candy. Skittles. No. Uh. Reese's peanut butter. Ah. Ah. Every single photo that I saw all around the world, uh-huh. I'm like, okay, yeah, so sure. Not circus peanuts. I'm on them. Yeah, it's funny because I, uh, uh, my friend Helen hates uh, American candy, and I can't stand British candy. I just, Ooh, and she I offered, like British candy. Yeah, I can't do it. And they offered because we were all at the same restaurant last Saturday, and she had a big box of uh, British. Cho- I was like, no thanks. That's I'm, I'm okay with that. I, you know, and I, which is crazy because I love chocolate, but yeah. mm. she says that American chocolate tastes like vomit. Yeah, yeah, it really it does. does. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been like a test. They've tested it. The, uh-huh. the compound in American chocolate, I think it's the milk powder that they, that they use, right. does to British taste taste <laughs> like vomit. vomit. Oh, that's why Hershey smells like vomit. Well, it is we just can't eat oh it. But so it's we, also why Americans wouldn't like British chocolate. I no. do like British chocolate, though. I like they dark chocolate, though. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. you're fancy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have four more to go with Brit or not a Brit. So let's get our next caller on the line. It's Carl. Hey there, Carl. Morning, it. All right. Uh, morning, it to you, sir. All right, Carl, we sent you a movie line. Could you please give it for Joel and Leah? Sure. Oh. See, I made Lewis a bet here. See, Lewis bet me that we couldn't both get rich and put y'all in the poorhouse at the same time. He didn't think we could do it. I won. Trading places. All right, that's from Trading Places, the movie. Okay. It is actually seen the movie. <laughs> Brit or not a Brit? Let's start with you, Leah. Okay, Brit, maybe from Manchester. All right. Yeah, How about you, Joel? He's being sneaky. He's definitely a Brit. Yeah. Northern. Okay. Northern. Uh, Carl, where are you from? I'm from Harrogate, North Yorkshire. No. Oh, okay. oh, all right, they got it. They got it right. Well, yeah. you guys are good. Did you did you nail the region? Is that anywhere uh, near? Well, no? yeah, well, it's it's Yorkshire is north, but, but we, we thought North is very generic. Yeah. So, uh, what is the, what is the um, the uh, th is an f. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's just both. like both. Um, it doesn't belong to any region. That's just like relaxed speech. I guess. Right, just right. a little shortcut. Yeah, yeah. I think Adele actually does that. I think she'll use yeah. an F instead of the TH. A lot. And, and, she does a lot. Yeah. And why is Liverpudlian so sing-songy? Like when Steve does yeah. his Paul McCartney, it's like it's really up and down. Yeah. And yeah, it is, isn't it? I don't know it's why. Just, I really like it. It's got a nice, yeah. but the only thing about Liverpudlian accent I don't like is the case. So when they say Coke, they'd say Coke. That's almost Hasidic yeah. here. Uh, like thank you, Carl. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> this yeah, is my rabbi. Yeah. Uh, it, how about uh, speaking of pronunciations? Uh, a, a popular one uh, in slang is bruv. 
Uh, bro. Uh, with, yeah. with, a, with a V on the end. Uh, Ted Lasso? Short for brother, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Or you can say bruv. to anyone. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. It's or like a bro here. Like we yeah. say, what's up, bro? You know? So, yeah. But I, but we don't do the V, but that's one I've found that's mm. very, very common. Yeah. Yeah. my brother. Yeah. Has anybody bruv. made you aware of John yet? No. Yes. Oh, John. John. Urban Outfitters. That man oh. taught us John. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were asking about John, a person. Like, where is this John, John person? J-A-W-N. Oh, we learned that. John. We learned yeah. that, yeah. Doesn't it just mean anything? Like yes. this water bottle, now. Like, yeah. oh, this John of water. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You can could, you could literally say this John of John. <laughs> this John of John. Because <laughs> yeah. wow. the John is the bottle and the John is the water as well. So. Were you just wow. at an Urban Outfitters store? Were you shopping? Uh, yeah, we were just yeah. having a look around, and then okay. randomly, one of the employees, lovely man, would start just teaching us Philly slang. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they'd ever seen Londoners before. Yeah. Because then we heard him going around going, they're from London. Oh, my God. <laughs> they look human. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you about this city that you may find surprising because Philadelphia has a reputation for being a bit cold and, well, not cold, but rude. Rough, yes. and, and And tough. But no. when I have brought uh, people in from out of town and I'll show them around the city, I'm, I kid you not, they can tell, you know, like I remember pointing up at City Hall and mentioning Billy Penn's hat and so on. A, a person came along wearing like a, I think they were wearing a Rocky shirt. Yeah. And and just started jumping in on the conversation right. and 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 uh, offering up. And they were like, oh, you know, there's a little version of the statue on, uh, uh, on the Comcast building. Yeah. I'm like, I know. And so they just started sharing information. I think you'll be surprised to find out how friendly people actually they are. are. They really are. And want to show you. People are very proud of this city, extremely proud of this city, and will want to offer up, hey, here's some slang for you guys, you know, mm. to, to kind of help you out around town. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think it gets enough yeah. limelight, does it? No. no. Well, we've got, we've got some stuff, like the love statue, for example. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you know uh, Urban Outfitters headquarters are in Philadelphia? If you go yeah. go down uh, South Broad Street in the Navy Yard, that's where their headquarters are. It's a pretty cool place. Mm. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All right. So cool. Three more for Brit or not a Brit. Okay. I have uh, John. Good morning, John. Is this a John or all right, John, are you ready to try this? Ready to go, Rob. All right, let's hear it. Here we go. <laughs> there will always be a part of me that's dirty and sloppy, but I like that. Just like all the other parts of myself. I can forgive. Can you say the same for yourself? Can you forgive? Are you capable of that? Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh. That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, they're, they're a little confused. Let's see if we can get an actual answer. Leah, what do you think? I think he's a Brit. Okay, what do you think, uh, Joel? Yeah, I think a Brit. From London, I think. Yeah. From London. That accent was definitely like Cockney-style East yeah. London, wasn't it? Okay. John, where are you from? Well, I'm not a slut, but I'm 100% American. Oh! Somebody get well, him a John. John. <laughs> we have a winner. Uh, it says here you're from South Jersey. I'm from South Jersey, Sewell, New Jersey. Nice. Where did you Where did you pick up this ability to uh, to mimic the accent? Watch a lot of YouTube, Preston. <laughs> watch <laughs> you watch them. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you watch Joel and Leah. You'll love it. Perfect your accent. Uh, absolutely. All right, John. We'll be in touch. We'll get you something for your trouble, my friend. All right. We'll go for two more. Also, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. That that uh, line. Yes. Oh, it was yeah. Tiffany. Yeah. Thank you. All right, uh, Catherine. Are you there? I am. Morning. All right. Uh, we have uh, two Brits here. They're going to try and determine whether or not you're faking it. Let's hear you deliver the Philadelphia-centric movie line we sent you for them. Go ahead. Hi, woman. Hi, woman. Listen here. Since you're all man, ain't got no heart. Maybe you'd like to see a real man. 
I bet you stay up late every night dreaming you had a real man, don't you? I'll tell you what. Bring your pretty little self over to my apartment tonight, and I'll show you a real man. Okay. Mm. Do you know that line, Preston? I don't. What is that? Rocky Three. Yeah, it's Clubber Lang. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Remember when they're standing in front of the Rocky yeah. statue? Your woman! Bring your woman over here! I don't know who your man is! I haven't seen Rocky Three in so long. Uh, okay, let's go to Joel and see if he can determine Brit or not a Brit. I thought she was very good, but I think not a Brit. I think California. California? California. <laughs> California. <laughs> I thought it was a very, you know, lovely, eloquent delivery. But I, I think not a Brit, so I'd be very surprised. Uh, Catherine, where are you from? Originally from Lancaster. All right. Uh, Lancaster, PA. All right. Well done. You didn't get it past him, but thank you very much for helping out. All right. We All have, right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We have one more to go in Brit or Not a Brit, and the final person is Robert. Robert, are you there? Top of the morning, it. All right. Top of the morning, it <laughs> to you. All right, Robert, we sent you a, uh, a movie line from Philadelphia. Go ahead and uh, give it to us, please. You know where South Park comes from. I'll tell you. A long time ago, there was this guy, maybe a couple of hundred years ago, he was fighting around, I think it was around Philadelphia, and his arm, he was left-handed, and his arm was facing toward New Jersey, you see? And that's South. So they're naturally, they call him Southpaw. You see? Southpaw. South Jersey, South Camden, Southpaw. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's from Rocky, Rocky. Balboa. Yes, yeah. yeah remember when they were on the ice Rocky. skating rink. What's that? Number Rocky. one. Oh, not Rocky yeah. Balboa. Yeah, he's skating around with Adrian. That's in the South Philadelphia, South South America, <laughs> South North. A direction, <laughs> as in directions you might go. One of them being South. <laughs> and that's where we got it. Yeah, Joel, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think Brit. I think he's from Ireland. Oh, poor man. He probably doesn't want to identify as British, does he? Yeah. And he's Irish. Yeah. You yeah. think he's Irish? Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't want to offend any because really? Irish people don't like to be called British. But for the sake of the game, British. I you. Okay. All right. All I right. Think yeah. Irish. Uh, Robert, where were you born? Glasgow, Scotland. Oh! That's embarrassing. Sorry, but that was so offensive to him. You know what, people, I think people, Scottish and Irish get annoyed at English people for mixing up the accent. And oh, you're right. That. Oh, we've just done. Oh, I'm so no, sorry. You guys are so right, because uh, one of my favorite vacations my wife and I took was to Edinburgh. Yeah. And, and uh, that is clearly something. They're not fond of having the, no. the accent, <laughs> the dialect confused. Yes. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. We're such idiot English. <laughs> no. Robert, so sorry, Robert it does, uh, can you get past this uh, this comment they made? <laughs> Uh, I identify as Scottish, so I'm okay with that. You identify as Scottish. Where do you live now, by the way? Um, I live in Wilmington, Delaware, but I work in Delco. Okay, ah, Delco. Delco! How long yeah. have you been in the States? Uh, 15 years. 15 years. All right. All right, man. Well, thank you for playing along. We appreciate that. Cheers. All right, there you go. Great or not? Well All right, so, by the way, you guys killed it. You yeah. did a great job. Yeah, how did they, did anybody keep score? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, somehow, Joel ended up winning. Seven oh. to six. Yeah, Joel got one right, the Leah got wrong. And then we had how many on there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We had eleven, so that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. damn good. Yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. a it's a difficult thing, especially over a phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, there, there were a couple of them that where I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. You could tell right away, just trying a little bit too hard. When Joel and Leah started laughing <laughs> immediately <laughs> on the six to since I see did the people. <laughs> no, that's Japanese. Now, to put you guys on the spot, do you have uh, uh, any uh, American uh, 
accent that you try to pull off? Oh, uh, we can only do generic Valley Just Girl. Generic, yeah. Okay. Valley Girl. Yeah, give it a shot. Okay, so give us something to say and then. Uh, uh, that's the hard part is coming oh, up okay. with something. We can just Tell us what you're doing today. Okay, so today we are going to Preston and Steve, and then after that, we are going to, like, try a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, yeah. well done. She even got, like, well the vocal done. fry in there. Like, yeah. a slightly confused. Right. Kardashian. Yeah. Vocal yeah. fry is very... Yeah. 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 yeah, there was a little yeah. Kardashian in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's all our references, isn't it, really? Yeah. 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 Sadly. Sadly. Yeah. How about you, Joel? What else are you doing today? Um... We might go to the Rocky Steps yeah. and to the penitentiary, yeah. and we're just going to have a good time, you know? All right. Yeah. 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 By the way, Eastern State Penitentiary, awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 that is very cool, yeah. 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 In fact, it was uh, roundly condemned by uh, Charles Dickens so when... <laughs> 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 for driving prisoners stone cold mad. That's exactly yeah. what it did, yeah. yes. Uh, so you guys are in town for the next uh, next few days. And oh, yeah. you, how uh, quickly will uh, the videos you make uh, end up being put up? Or do you need to spend time editing, or, or are you going to put them up as you go along? Uh, so the first Philly videos will probably be out this week, okay. maybe next week. So, yeah, if anyone's just wanting to jump on our channel and have a little watch of us. Yeah. Uh, you guys are you so much fun, and, and I encourage people who haven't checked you guys out to check it out. It's just it's very likable, and, 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 and it's a great distraction and diversion, and yeah. it's yeah. Oh, wonderful. You. And so, we, you know, I was telling these guys off air that uh, we're supposed to get a, a, a bunch of snow on Friday into Saturday, and they really should. If you have the right gear, mm-hmm. try and go sledding down the art museum steps. It yeah. is a real thing that, real, that really happens. Yeah. When it snows out, it's you worth, uh, it's worth uh-huh. getting the gear for, isn't it? <laughs> 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 the gear, no no yeah. Yeah. And give out to your social media and uh, YouTube channel and all that stuff. Yeah, sure. We are at Joel and Leah, J O E L A N D L I A, on everything. Oh, okay. so you can find us that mm, way. Perfect. All right, excellent. Well, thank you guys for coming by. Oh, thanks yeah. for having us. It's, it's great fun. to see you. Thank and you hopefully, so much. Hopefully, we'll be over there again. Yeah, sometime. see you in London, guys. Come on, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you guys. So <laughs> excellent. All right, Joel and Leah, let's hear yeah. for you guys. With that, we are going to take a break. We will come back in just a moment, so make sure that you hang close, my friend. At WMMR, Pierre's Workforce Blocks are a daily Philly tradition. But why should he have all the fun? It's a fill-in-the-block weekend where you get to make the call. Text or tweet that fills in the third song. It's going to be good. So fire up your smart speaker, our free app, or your radio, and listen for blocks and blocks of everything that rocks all weekend long. Now that's what I'm talking about. From the Blockheads on the station that's live and local 24-7, 93.3 WMMR. I mentioned this uh, earlier this morning, so... Uh, on the heels of, of uh, talking about the uh, nor'easter in our area, and I found this article that had uh, said um, a Saskatchewan screamer. <laughs> so there, there are a variety of different uh, types. Never of heard that storm patterns. So you've heard of an Alberta clipper before? Yes. Right? Okay. So this falls. It's, it's in... like a Dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> it's like a. Rusty trombone. Rusty trombone. Yeah, guess, yeah. It's like an Eiffel Tower. Uh, Alaskan pipeline. What is it? Uh, Alaskan pipeline? Uh, I think, never mind. Eskimo they, pie? Yeah. What I love is that up. there's a whole culture that spent time coming up with names for disgusting acts. But okay. these are actual um, these are actual meteorological yes. okay. terms. Yeah. So, an Alberta... Saskatchewan... What did you call it was? A Saskatchewan Screamer. Screamer, okay. Uh, <laughs> is a system, it is the same pattern as an Alberta Clipper... 
but it is born in Saskatchewan, uh, which is a uh, province that's east of Alberta in Canada. So you have a, a, basically a screaming cold blast of air, correct? I, I guess. Right. So an Alberta clipper is a rapid fire storm system that generates smaller wait, amounts wait. of snow, generally one to three inches, <laughs> although higher amounts are possible. What? Put, put that back up on the, the screen. Alaskan, Alaskan, Alaskan pipeline, pipeline the act of pooping into a condom, oh, freezing the rubber overnight, <laughs> and then, then um, using it as a suppository. <laughs> All right, come on. They're not real, Kath. They're not real, Kath. Come on now. I mean, the first one. If you're looking for your activities list. Of that, the first one that I ever heard yeah. of that ilk was the Dirty Sanchez. The Dirty Sanchez is kind of your first yes. foray into and that. And then, then the other ones started falling in line. Should we have perverted activities? Perverted activities. <laughs> well, I, I can't actually jump in on this. Um, <laughs> All right. We had a party one year. I think I told you guys this was years, years, years ago. I mean, I think we were probably still in our 20s. Um, and you had to come dressed as one oh, of those. One of these acts. A, dir- okay. a dirty yes. Sanchez? So I was, I was Abe, or any of those? Yeah, any yeah. of them. Any I them. was Abe Lincoln. People came, one oh guy came as Dirty Sanchez. One came as Leather Cheerio. Um, Wait, Leather Cheerio? Leather yeah, the Cheerio? butthole. The, yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh. so not just sex acts, yeah, yeah. just uh, yeah. names for because there's also I think uh, starfish or yeah. star, tar star or something like that. Uh, what's the what's the pirate one? Oh, what is the know. pirate one? There's a pirate know. one because I just remember the person being in a full butt pirate. No, it wasn't butt pirate because it was a, it was a duo. It was him and his girlfriend. Okay, uh, butt pirates. I, I forget, but um, yes, yeah, so. angry, oh, angry, angry pirate. pirate. Hang on a second. Oh, Jesus. No. 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 Oh, yes. And yeah. she had, yeah, and she had the patch on her eye. All right, eye. let's, That's a substance gets in someone's eye. <laughs> let's put it that so way. So you do so an you act. Like an eye patch. Where the, yeah. where the and, male and fluid will the, cause, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. the girlfriend wore the eye patch. That's exactly so because, what they were. Okay. okay. That is, that's a real thing. They're just. Terms, right? Like uh, they're, these they're, things never actually happen. Like, some have, well, yeah. right. but but most of these are concocted. But they become like urban legends. All right. Yeah. My my yes. brother was in a band called Warm Carl, and I was always really proud <laughs> of him for that. That's great. Yeah. Sometimes you can't work up a hot Carl. No. Yeah. Hot, hot Carl, Carl is Saran wrap, right? Right. Yeah. 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 On someone's face, yeah. and then they, uh, yeah. It's All right. Anyway, yeah. All of this is in the Beatrix <laughs> Potter stories. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so an Alberta Clipper. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's real. That's oh, uh, that's yeah. real. Yeah. Rapid fire storm system that generates smaller amounts of snow, generally one to three inches, although higher amounts are possible. Alabama, Alberta clippers, like an angry pirate, are <laughs> low pressure systems that develop on the lee side, which is what is the which is a term for the side that's away from the wind. Yes. So it's on the lee side of the Canadian Rockies. They get caught up in the jet stream and travel southeastward. Into the northern plains, they move into the Great Lakes and eventually roll off of the mid-Atlantic coast into the Atlantic Ocean. So this is a version of that. The Saskatchewan Screamer right. is um, is a version of an Alberta so, Clipper. Now, there's also uh, one that's referred to as a Manitoba Mauler. Manitoba Mauler. Now, all of this sounds... As if it was these phrases uh, was they they're from the United States. They don't sound like they originated in Canada. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like they, like in other words, don't they sound like domestic labels as opposed to Canadian labels? So so maybe the Canadians have different names for these. They might because I don't to know. Call, I think when you call someone a mauler, that I associate that with a wrestler wrestling term, an American wrestling term, or a boxer. Mm. Right, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. I'm not sure. I, one of the things with, <clears throat> with the uh, with the um, Saskatchewan steamer, screamer, screamer, yes. Red uh, 
is is now they say, and this is the thing is, and this will determine our our snow level. If it's too cold, or if it's much colder, then uh, that that will um, actually diminish the amount of snow that we will get. If there's mm. not enough room for uh, moisture in the right. atmosphere. Uh-huh. Yeah, get, the, the dew point drops to zero. I saw Cecily Tynan talking about this, and she's, she explained, and Steve, we were talking last week about real field temperature. Yes. And part of the reason why the temperature feels so low in the wintertime is that there's no moisture in the air whatsoever, mm. and the summer's the converse of that. One thing they are saying is that, first off, it's on the weekend, which would be cool, and yes. second off, it's not going to be a cataclysmic snowstorm. And Nick had pulled up a, a, uh, a map of Canada here on the monitor in front of me. I I want to go to Saskatoon. Yeah. Like Just the because of, of the Mike. name of that town. <laughs> Dr. Mike says, I don't care if you're in Saskatoon. Is he it, does he yeah. say that? Yeah. With Rico Suave. Yes. <laughs> he makes the most bizarre references. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Saskatoon is in Saskatchewan. Yeah, it's the biggest city in Saskatchewan. Is it? Although oh. Regina is the capital. I learned that from... Shut up. Scotty Hartnell taught me that. Scotty's Regina? From, it's, yeah, it's pronounced Regina, uh, not Regina. And Scott, that's where Scotty uh, Hartnell grew up. And uh, yeah, but Saskatoon's the big town in that uh, province. I'll, I'll tell you what I love. If you're going to Canada, you got to go to British Columbia. you got to go to Vancouver and, and uh, Vancouver Island and Whistler, Preston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, a, just gorgeous. <laughs> Alberta's it's great, too. Yeah, Banff and uh, uh, the Canadian Rockies are, are gorgeous. What was... I would like to spend more time uh, exploring Canada. I've, I've I've been to Vancouver and I've been to. Have you ever had a Toronto bl- balloon knock, Preston? <laughs> <laughs> and I've been to Niagara Falls, and that's it. That's oh, my total. Of... Me too. <laughs> uh, that is my total. So I would like to. There's a. I mean, it's so massive. Yeah. I, I would love to spend. I want to go to the Maritimes. Checking out uh, we, Canada. We've mentioned there is a, a, I'm a fan of the Fairmount Hotels. That's, and there's this, I was just going to oh, ask you, what's the name? I always it looks forget. so beautiful. I want to go it there. It is the most rustic, most gorgeous. Uh, and it's it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but it's by that lake, and it's yeah. it's just what? phenomenal. That's, in, that's Vancouver. No, 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 that's no, no, in, no. That's in Banff. That's oh, in that's the, Banff. Yeah, Alberta. And so, uh, Steve, you're absolutely right. I've been there um, actually three times, believe yeah. it or not. I'm lucky enough to go to Alberta several times. I went with Pierre one time. Uh, anyway, it's gorgeous and a, a beautiful hotel, and like it, there's just nothing like it. It's, it's unbelievably gorgeous. Is that where Pierre accidentally had uh, chorizo? No, no, that was Vegas. Oh, um, okay. But that makes sense. MMR used to do ski trips out <laughs> west, and so they would go to Colorado and the Canadian. Rockies and, and sort of uh, places that weren't um, like Jack Frost. And so one of the years we went was, uh, was this when I was working for him. We went to Banff and British um, and Alberta and it was just, yeah, it's unbelievably beautiful. And there was so a nice. brief period where Pierre was selling pork products with the rock shop. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, um, Nick, there's a, a bike riding uh, vacation I want to take that Ooh. starts, I believe, in uh, Montana. Uh, I'm sorry, Glacier is Montana, right? Yeah, and then there's a Canadian National Park Right over the border, yeah. So, Waterton or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and there's a there's a, a road, a highway. I yeah. think it's called like a road or highway to the sun. Yep. And and the bike trip starts in Montana, and you do make your way into Alberta. Oh, uh, that's but it's, awesome. It is. When it's, is that? Do you know? I whenever I can go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Kathy, if you there, um, uh, Vancouver, that whole area, you know that that is a phenomenal trip as a vacation. A lot of people don't think about going there, but it is amazing. Well, you haven't been able to for the last two years. True, either. the border's yeah. been closed. So, you well, know. and it, they're still pretty strict. Now. They are. They're yeah. very strict. It's just so far away, too. You know that that west uh, coast, all the way over there. I wish they all could be west coast. I yeah. know, right? Yeah, <laughs> so hip with their styles. <laughs> they wear. And the Banff girls oh, they oh. Me out. with their Toronto balloon nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they knock me out when I'm down there. Anyway, uh, but you might be right about these being uh, American weather uh, 
Names events. for Canadian. Well, because there's a, um, at the end of this article, it says the weekend screamer left over a foot of so- snow in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Uh-huh. After rolling through parts of the southeast, it was expected to head northeast, creating a dangerous mix of snow, sleet, and blah, blah, blah. Are you, uh, so will you ever occasionally pop on the Weather Channel and watch... I haven't in a long, long time. There were there was a I'm there was fascinated. a there was a stretch there that the the Weather Channel uh, had a regular home yeah, on yeah. in our house and and would uh, you just kind of it's easy to leave on yeah. if you're doing other things and because they'll do features other than just what's happening in the weather they they have some like uh, the tornado chasers or stuff like that yeah yeah I yeah. love that stuff yeah. it is I interesting say, I love that ass <laughs> I love that ass yeah um, all right so anyhow uh, we have a nor'easter coming up the coast right. now if you did. Uh, want to travel, like Casey was talking about a moment ago. Uh, there was an interesting art- article about uh, an Australian travel enthusiast who has an interesting hack to hide extra luggage on a plane and avoid excess baggage charges. Oh, I, I oh, think yeah. I mentioned this to you. You did, yes. Yeah, so this, I think this is brilliant, don't it, you think so? It, yeah, it's an Instagram account uh, called Cushy Kids. Cushy is spelled K-O-O-S-H-Y. Uh, the founder, uh, Louisa, had demonstrated a trick for taking clothes that won't fit in your suitcase by packing them into a pillowcase. Okay. So, Cushy Kids specializes in kids travel uh, and entertainment, travel goods and entertainment, and offers useful tips and tricks to make uh, family holidays more stress-free. It's free. So, the uh, the now viral clip, uh, she disguises excess clothing as a carry-on pillow. Uh, she says you need two pillowcases and a small blanket. So, she starts by folding the extra clothing into three neat compact piles and then wrapping them tightly with the blanket... Uh, so she uh, has a package about the size of a pillowcase, and then she shoves that into a pillowcase. Yeah. Okay. And then she will take that on board with her carry-on. As her pillow. And they won't charge you for that. I mean, that's all fine and dandy, but who wants to carry a pillow around the airport? I see people with full pillows I mean, I traveling know, all the time. Not me. I want the least amount of things in my hand. Yeah. I understand that, but let's say you're taking, you're, you're a family of four. A long trip. And and you have to, and, and you're talking about... 30, 40, 50 bucks an extra bag. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a couple hundred dollars right there. So if if you're really trying to, to you know, uh, I don't cut know. Corners, I'd stay in a place with a washer and dryer. Kathy, yeah. you, you like to bring Seriously. You like to bring guns on planes. Don't this is perfect for you. It. But no, you know what, Kathy? can't, like, stop next time I, <laughs> I fly. Mean, Kathy, her, her carry-on is a, it's a wheeled suitcase, and it's not that big of a deal. You just throw the pillow on the wheeled suitcase, and, you, and you're not necessarily no. carrying it around. I don't want, I, I want less things. I wouldn't mind having an, a, a, like, full-size pillow on a, on an airplane. I really wouldn't mind having that. Not it's me. not a bad idea. Oh, you mean just to... to just have the, uh, to actually lay on, yeah. yeah. I, I, if I, when I fly, I've got to have some sort of blanket, or I'll, I'll take my, uh, like, a, a jacket that I can use as a blanket on me on my lap. I just, like, I can't travel... I always find it perpetually freezing. Mm-hmm. We had mentioned this the other day when there was there was a recall on uh, children's uh, products, and uh, and I mentioned the boppy. Mm. There was a time where I took a full size boppy with me on the plane instead of just one of those you know neck donuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and that was great. Uh, but and here so I am walking stuff, around with a boppy without a kid, though. That stuff doesn't count as no. carry on. Well, it did, yeah, exactly. Well, so does it? It, it it doesn't because uh, you will probably hold on to it in your seat. So you can still have your two your like person carry on or your two carry ons, whatever I, you're. I guess so. Allotted. If you yeah, bring... you're allotted a you're allotted one that you can put in the overhead compartment. You're allotted a small one that you can keep at your seat with you, put under the seat in front of you, and then, and then probably a pillow. Your pillow you could. I'm hold. guessing. 
If you could, you bring on if you've been to a Greek restaurant where they have the gyro, the big column of gyro that they shave off. Yeah. yeah. Could you go on board a flight carrying that? Why not? It's food. If you said, yeah, yeah. Is it is the metal uh, like is it? Take it out. Oh, yeah. Take it spit. Out. Yeah. Take it out. Take it out. The spit out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. But yeah, why not? You try it. Get back to it. <laughs> it's, a, it's your boppy. Uh, it's a Greek boppy. So this isn't the first time that seasoned travelers have uh, shared the pillowcase trick. Apparently, uh, it, others have shared a video on Instagram showing this, uh, that it's a, a nice little load. Uh, huh. Uh, Around uh, end around, they do they they charge the crap out of you for that stuff. It's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, there's a, a TikTok star. I know you don't like TikTok, Preston, but um, these are the type of people that I follow. Um, <laughs> so not not tricks like this, like not getting one over, but um, she will like dive deep into like the uh, fine print on your airline ticket, and she gives like she she'll give you information. She like, give you deals. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to find her name. I have to look her up. I don't know exactly what it is, but but basically like if um if you're if you get bumped from a Flight, they have to book you on, a, and I don't know the exact yes. details, but like they we, have we, to we just book talked you about that on yeah. something else that's like you know within an hour. If it's not, then they owe you a certain amount of money, yeah. and like, it can be like up to you know, like twice the, the yeah. whatever your travel expense was, right? right? So, so, it, so that type of stuff, it's it's all stuff like that. I mean, across the board at stores, on you know, if you're if you like to take the train, you know, airlines, all of that, it's actually pretty decent information. Ooh. I don't know if I would ever. Try that, you know? Yes, you like, would. Right. You would. We, 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 but you they would. might look at me and be like, what are you, nuts? No, you I don't owe you 1500 bucks. Who are you? You wouldn't care about that. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, if, if you're if you're getting boned out of it last minute, yeah. uh, you, you, you're going to make a... a I think everyone wants to play nice, but if you are be, if you feel you're being taken advantage of and they put, try to pull a fast one on you, yeah. you're owed that. You were Kathy, you wanted to mention also, we were talking, there's some guy who does a Target thing, and you're trying to get in touch with him, he's a TikTok guy. Oh, yes, yeah, while, while we're talking about this, so um, there is a TikTok star, <laughs> I don't know if he's a star or not, but uh, he's called, his name is Zachariah Porter, and I love him, I follow him, he's hilarious, and he, he, I don't think he's from this area, but for whatever reason, he is filming in this area a lot, yep. and he's often at my Target um, in Plymouth Meeting, and I've been trying to get in contact with him, because I want to try to get him either on our show or my show down at Ben FM on, on her story. So right. I've, you know, I've reached out uh, on social media. You know you can see if they've read it or not. Right. He probably gets so many messages, so he hasn't read it. So if anybody knows him or knows why he's in this area, I think maybe his boyfriend lives here. What's his name again? His name is Zachariah Porter. Okay. Um, so if you have any, any uh, you know him or you have a contact for him, if you could uh, pass it along, I That's would love cool. that. Okay. By the way, if you're going to take a pillow on on a flight, <clears throat> here's a text that says, "Taking a pillow on a flight is for trash people. <laughs> <laughs> the same people that wear pajamas and eat tuna sandwiches." Okay. Oh my god! Who? I think I love that person. Oh yeah. my god! Wait, <laughs> the person go that wrote that, or tonight? the person that eats tuna sandwiches on a flight? Not the person that oh. wrote that. I mean, I sort of agree. Who's going to like? You're going to bring your pillow on a dirty plane? Ew! Oh, shut up! I'm sorry. With that's that. how I feel. You're the rest of your rest of your body is in that dirty plane. Yes, it's just gross. Okay, but the rest (laughs) of your entire body. Is on You're that not, same dirty yeah, pain. Gonna, and I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to wash all my clothes. No, okay. So here's, oh, let me tell you something. So what I do is, <laughs> so you know that pouch in front of me on, on the flight when you're sitting there? Yeah. I fill it up with loose tuna. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, Kathy, <laughs> life is gross. You know, <laughs> totally. By the way, so let's make it less gross if we speaking, can. Speaking of gross, on your bed. Okay. there is a, a thing called the gross woman that is taking over literature. Do you see what that, uh-huh. that segue yeah, I made there? Well done. Good. Thank you very much. How are you, sweetie? Uh, classic. I made an extra scrubby, Maria. 
I smoke Virginia Slims. <laughs> uh, classic literature often sticks to depicting female characters in a few specific ways, but a new unconventional genre of literature has gotten popular for celebrating the raw, unfeminine, and at times depraved aspects of female characters, and they're calling them gross women. Look what I just picked out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? <laughs> Looks like a milk duck. Oh, God. What does it taste like? <laughs> I don't know if I want to read that book. <laughs> picked out of my ass. <laughs> Uh, the trend emerged after author Otessa Moshfeg's novel called My Year of Rest and Relaxation received critical acclaim. And it follows a rich, nihilistic woman who decides to sleep for an entire year using prescription drugs. Wow. What does nihilistic mean? I'm sorry. Just kind of into herself, yeah, well, right? Well, no, no. Uh, 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 it's almost like like uh, death-like, like... like uh, um, Don't nihilists believe in nothing? Right. Yeah. Like, like yeah, like... Uh, I know about the nihilists from. Uh, I use nihilists to describe nihilists. Big, big <laughs> I'm using this it's to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Big Lebowski, the nihilists are uh, they believe in nothing. Right. Not stylistic. Nihilistic. <laughs> right. Okay. Just. Uh, just nothing. Void of caring about anything. Right. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, these types of books often feature an antihero or an unreliable narrator, and popular titles include characters who binge on drugs and alcohol regularly. Take illicit photos of strangers they meet on the street and stalk crushes that they never met. So this sounds like almost like female Hunter Thompsons, like you know, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of Gonzo, yeah. kind of personality, uh, right? It kind of sounds like that, Steve. So apparently, it's becoming popular. Uh, uh, it's always been popular with me. Uh, Daily Mail notes that while the characters in these books are often uh, beautiful and narcissistic. The genre also gives a voice to characters who are often overlooked, though it doesn't automatically make the narrator likable. And these gross women books often gain popularity via TikTok. So I think gross uh, gross probably paints a wrong picture. We think of gross and we think of, you know, like, like picking your ass. But uh, I think uh, this is probably more like the, um, it's more similar to what is usually a, a, a guy um mm-hmm. Presentation, you know, like in Bridesmaids, to me is such a great movie because all the women in it are have diverse things going on, and they're all like, like uh, Melissa, uh, Melissa McCarthy's character, is just, like is just yeah. all over the top, yeah, and it's but it's hilarious. By the way, the post credit scene from that movie with <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is one of the funniest things I've ever with, seen. And it's her husband, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is a bear sandwich. <laughs> bear sandwich. <laughs> you want that, don't you? Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, Kathy, you gross woman, <laughs> taking your pillow on a plane. Hey, and real quick, the, so that uh, TikTok person I was talking about, Erica Kohlberg, she is the one that gives, like, uh, she has on here a way to get free Nike shoes. I guess if oh, something wow. happens to your shoes, you can, uh, you know, send them back. See if you can get around, well, you know, that might be interesting. Yeah, she stuff. has, like, Costco money, um, Amazon delays, delayed flights. Like oh, Anything yeah. about breakfast pizza? Uh, <laughs> you know what, Steve, let me dive into this and I'll let you know. All right, uh, I've been told we need to take a break. Yeah, uh, right. So we're going to do that. We're going to come back in a second. We've got another run of the B-Files, so make sure you stay close. We will be back in just a moment, my friend. It's freezing outside, so bring MMR inside. Say, Alexa, open MMR. Don't tell me what to do. Please, Alexa. Okay, since you asked nicely. Now playing WMMR live stream. Now, WMMR. 
presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. And it is brought to you by WMMR and the Preston and Steve logo winter hats. Another cool item in the MMR Rock Shop, and you can pick one up today uh, for you or as a gift. And you can go to WMMR.com, use the keyword shop, and you will get them. Uh, let's begin with this story out of Texas. A 12-year-old girl is safe after getting caught between two sna- snakes and a storm grate. On Thursday, two sisters were spending the last days of a two-week quarantine playing outside. One of them, a 12-year-old girl named Tori, who had an idea, uh, crawl into a drainage pipe. According to the Department of Public Safety, after shimmying through the tight tunnel, Tori attempted to go back the way she came, but was confronted by a large black snake. In an attempt to avoid the snake, Tori reportedly wriggled past a storm grate towards another drainage pipe before encountering another large black snake. Now, at this point, Tori's sister Carly tried to help, but after seeing the snake, left her sister and ran to get her mother uh, from inside of the house. And safety officials said the mom found Tori underneath the storm grate but was unable to lift the heavy bars. The mom reportedly gave Tori two options, the attempt to crawl over the snake or be rescued by police and fire departments. Uh, Tori chose the police and fire departments. So, so are these uh, snakes are they uh, are they venomous or they didn't indicate it's Texas. I doubt yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so it was probably just a you know garter snake or something like that. Uh, responders were able to lift the grate within ninety seconds and rescue Tori from the snakes there in the go. drain. No snakes were harmed during the rescue. We used to, I remember the black snakes. We used to call them black racers. Right. When right. I was a kid, I don't remember yeah. what actually type of snake those were. Um, early on here at MMR, wasn't there a black snake caught in a woman's uh, engine out in our parking lot? Yeah. Oh, who was yeah. that? That was mm-hmm. Megan. Yeah. yeah. That was Megan's car. It wrapped itself around her um, her engine, mm-hmm. and it was. Big. It was big, it was yeah. Big. I don't remember what kind of snake that was. So there you go, an eastern racer. So there you go. A, that's the name of a, of a snake. All right. Uh, I love this story. A robot vacuum cleaner made a break for freedom after giving staff the slip at a travel lodge hotel. The automatic cleaner... I'm free. ...failed to stop at the front door of the hotel and was nice still... software. ...and was still on the loose the following day. Thank you, you Johnny Five. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, staff said that it just kept going and could be anywhere, while well-wishers on social media hope the vacuum enjoyed its travels as it has no natural predators in the wild. It's now working as a car dealer. It was found under a hedge uh, the next day. What's it going to take to put you into this Toyota? Uh, staff at the hotel posted the story of the robot vacuum's great escape on social media, asking for it to be returned if found. Uh, and then they wrote, uh, today we had one of our new robot vacuums run for its life. They normally sense the lip at the entrance of the hotel and turn around, but this one decided to make a run for it. Uh, its disappearance was not noticed for about 15 minutes, and despite the search, it appeared, Steve, that the vacuum had made a clean gun. Because it's a vacuum! <laughs> Do you have any, uh, any of the Roombas or any kind of It wouldn't of... make sense in our house uh, the way the layout is. It yeah. doesn't. Uh, we don't have a large enough carpeted area uh, that would uh, make sense. Or I guess you could do it on the hardwood. And but... We had. In fact, yeah. I had a whole bunch of, uh, I bought these units, which can go in any way. They won't grab on a wire and pull a lamp off the thing. They're, they're all, it was designed for that and for pet hair. The one issue is, and it seems to be the persistent issue, is if a cat vomits or something. Yep. It'll clean that up, too. It'll it'll spread that out. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. All right. This woman named Jean is nobody's fool. The 73-year-old Long Island grandmother who asked to only be identified by her first name knew 
But the man who called her this past Thursday claiming to be her grandson was not in fact, her kin. Uh-huh. The fact that the caller claimed to be calling from jail certainly didn't sit well with her. When she received a second call a short while later from an individual claiming to be an attorney and asking for $8,000 to cover her grandson's bail, Jean placed a call to her own of her own to the Nassau County Police Department. Excellent. Now, officers were interviewing Jean when a third man called claiming to be a bail bondsman who just happened to be in the neighborhood. Oh, how convenient. And was willing to make a house call for her grandson's bail. Uh, the former 911 operator herself said that she knew the calls were bogus from the beginning because the person calling her grandma claimed to have been arrested for drunk driving under the in- for driving under the influence, but she doesn't have any grandsons of driving age. She said, "I knew he was a scammer. I just knew that he was going to try and scam me." So officers instructed her to follow along with the scam as it unfolded. So she handed over a cashless envelope. To the supposed bail bondsman who showed up. And now you're going to have to sleep with him, too. <laughs> and then her doorbell camera captured his arrest on the front yard. It's like, funny. they tackled the guy. They, 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 yeah, they it's just great. bowl him over. It was perfect. Yep. Uh, they identified the suspect as a 28-year-old Joshua Estrella Gomez, who has been charged with third-degree attempted grand larceny. How scummy that the way oh, they, they, oh, they target the elderly see, like oh that. Oh, my God. Yeah. They, you, and they don't know if they have no. next to nothing left in their savings account or they anything like that. They don't care. Exactly. All right. How about this one? In California, residents of Belmont woke up to a frightening scene in their front yard. A deadly fight playing out between two mountain lions. Police said that the fight, which was caught on a doorbell camera, ended with one of the mountain lions killing the other one. Wow. It happened around 2 a.m. Fight, 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 fight. Uh, The camera picked up a series of growls and roars during the fight before one mountain lion dragged its kill across the street and left it on a neighbor's doorstep. Like a a cat would. Like a cat does. With a bird or a mouse. Yes, they're beautiful animals, but they they will war against each oh, other. God, yeah, yeah. Uh, the neighbor, one of the neighbors, Lisa uh, Waydans, said, uh, "Makes me nervous, very nervous. A mountain lion dragging another mountain lion." Yes. Uh, so, the police urged caution, but not everyone in the neighborhood was unnerved by the brawl. In fact, uh, Ming Bong Lee, a neighbor, said, "It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It's awesome. So, I mean, it's just one, you know." So, so one mountain lion attacks you, and says, "Hey, bros, like, I'm not going to, I'm going to kick your ass." He said, "I mean, it's not just one; it's two, and they were fighting, so that's not totally. that common. One kicked the other one's ass totally." Uh, but wildlife experts say while mountain lion fights may seem rare and appear shocking, they are more common than some might think. They said it is a common occurrence for mountain lions to kill each other over territory. Uh, and uh, sometimes it becomes a greater occurrence when they are boxed in and their habitat is limited. And so with a lot of habitat loss and fragmentation, we might see it a little bit more. I see this as an opening for lawyers who want to get into uh, mountain lion mediation. Okay. Right? Mountain lions are largely solitary creatures that avoid humans and are a key part of California's ecosystem. California Fish and Wildlife says it's found no direct evidence that the surviving mountain lion is a threat to humans. But neighbors are advised not to leave their pets or small children unattended. Humans, it's okay. I am not a threat to you. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we'll take a break. When we get back, see if you've been paying attention because we're going to have the lesson question from today's program. Trash and music news up as well. Stay put. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. 
Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look, a week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash. Try this, get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. SpongeBob SquarePants movie and Road Trip. Yeah. Those are the ones I think about when I hear I Want to Rock, Twisted Sister, 93.3, WMMR. An alumnus of the WMMR air staff. Yeah. uh, Mr. D. Snyder. I remember that was going on and he he was doing a large portion of that. I think all, all he always was from his home in Long Island, right? He did a few shows here. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, yeah, he was uh, he was at his home. And uh, Marcus was his right-hand That's man. That's right, yeah. Oh, really? He was doing that. Yeah, oh, Marcus was that. his producer, yeah. They wow. would do sport or not a sport. That was uh, that was <laughs> D's big game. Yes. Yeah, they, they, and he would playing. check D-mail. And we'd do Brit or not a Brit. This is what so, we did today. Listen, so, you know, everybody's got their jam. Yeah, that's right. Even Gary Lauer, especially yeah. him. All right, so... Not every day. And no, there are some days where no jam is involved. <laughs> Occasionally he right. flushes it down the toilet. Right, or throws it out <laughs> by accident. All right, uh, today's lesson, question, prize, a pair of tickets to see George Lopez on Saturday, March 12th. And... <laughs> but... <laughs> These are just placed in front of me. All right? And so Bill's in the studio. He's going to yeah. love this. Okay. Oh, what did the gross woman pick out of her ass? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 215-263-WMMR. That's a gift. It was just a little while ago. So what did the gross woman pick out of her ass? Let's see if you know. 215-263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Squeezed.com, the best juice cleanse on the market. You can lose inches, drop pounds, feel great, and sleep better. So now you get free shipping, too, with the code RADIO at checkout. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Peter Dinklage continuing to chide Disney for their, quote, offensive inclusion of the seven dwarves in an upcoming reboot of Snow White. Dinklage says he wants to break down little people's stereotypes and will do so in his next film, a biopic in which he plays Larry Bird. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be tough, right? Yeah. Ray J, resp- Ray J responding to a story that Kanye West returned a laptop. you got to follow this. Okay. Kanye West returned a laptop to Kim Kardashian that reportedly had a second porn video of the two of them on it. Uh. The obviously miffed Ray J posted on Twitter saying that this has to stop. Because he has kids now, and they still haven't seen the first one. (laughs) And finally, the release date for the second Downton Abbey theatrical movie has been postponed to May 20th in order to clear COVID fears. Focus Features doesn't want to risk a soft opening for the film titled To Downton, To Abbey. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trip. All right, we're going to look for an answer to this question. Uh, What did the gross woman pick out of her ass? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, it is Julie who we go to now. Hi there, Julie. Hi. Uh, all right, Julie. So, what did the gross woman pick out of her ass? A milk dud. A milk dud. Yes. Ooh. You got it. Hang on a second. You just got yourself 
a pair of tickets to see George Lopez Saturday, March 12th at the Met in Philadelphia. Uh, tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, we'll start with this. Shinedown have released a title track for their upcoming album, Planet Zero. The project is their seventh studio album. It'll be released on April 22nd. Who just squeaked? There's my little straw here. Oh, I'm trying to take a last little sip of coffee. Yeah, it it sounded like a little squeaky. It suddenly became a piccolo. A squeaky toy, <laughs> yeah. like a dog might have. Uh, so Shinedown member Brent Smith said, if we shut each other down and allow ourselves to be divided by the information we consume and the way we talk to each other, we lose our humanity. When you look out... Guys, Bill's got Come a call. On, Bill. Just give it's him a, always the give old people who leave the ringers on every time. He's getting a call. It's Rodney. Oh, it's, it's Rodney. Oh, so it's okay. Yes. It's okay because it's Rodney, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Bill just, he's... Could okay. you imagine if yeah. one of our phones oh went my off? God. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> No remorse. <laughs> no remorse. <laughs> Kathy, uh, I was at my daughter's confirmation By the on way, Saturday. Bill's phone was ringing if you, if you didn't hear that in the background. Go I ahead. was at the confirmation on Saturday, and at one point, the, the bishop, archbishop says, okay, and please bow your heads. And as soon as he says, bow your heads, no, you just hear somebody's phone go, boing, 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 boing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That sounds specifically, yes. too. Yeah, yeah. And was there giggling? Or... Uh, me and my daughter, we almost couldn't contain ourselves. <laughs> People were stifling it uh-huh. as best they could. <clears throat> well, okay. Who did that? Right. You're next communicated. <laughs> so he, Brent Smith said, when you look outside of your phone, oh, the timing was almost oh, perfect. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, the next yeah. line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see that there are so many Our people. Doing good things and trying to take care of each other. But we're starting to see parts of society slip into an unknown. Planet Zero was written for all of us. The fact is that we're all here on this planet no matter what. So it's time to actually move forward together with empathy. I like this. Perseverance and strength. With that said, welcome to Planet Zero. So they uh, they have a new record coming out. Uh, Chris Martin of Coldplay says that when he was confronted about collaborating with BTS, his first response was, that's never going to work, ever. Uh, He said, how are we going to fit these two things together? Uh, For him, it took finding the right song to really understand how great it could be. He explained that uh, My Universe is a song about people who can't be together or are told they shouldn't be together or forced to live in separate places. Uh, In an interview with Ellen DeGeneres, he said... uh, on Coldplay's friendship with BTS uh, members, he said, we look like uh, they're gym teachers, but we love them. Uh, for something that could have seemed so artificial, it turned out to be one of the most real feelings, and we genuinely love these people. Okay, and there are a couple of, as you know, I uh, I, I like uh, BTS a lot. I think they have a couple of catchy songs. I like their, Kathy, their dance choreography. I, yes. <laughs> I, I think it's very enthusiastic. Steve, have you heard the song? I have. It's, and it's I good. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> too. It's, I mean, it's really poppy. It yeah. hit number one on uh, Billboard's Hot 100 chart. Yeah. yeah. So it's big right. for them. So is it a Coldplay song featuring BTS or the other way around? I right. call it a collaboration. Yeah, but I'd say it's probably a little more Coldplay-y than BTS-y. Yeah. Steve, I, I don't know if you agree or not. I'd say, yeah, I'd put it in the, I'd put it in the 60, 40%. Okay, right. yeah. yeah. I've not heard it yet. Your Coldplay's in my P- yeah. say PBS. <laughs> <laughs> Your Coldplay's in my public broadcasting, Steve. <laughs> Your PBS is in my WHYY. Right. You got Saskatoon. That became Dr. Mike. <laughs> uh, go past this part. 
Mm. Here, I'll, I want to save you. Do you know one oh, of my lo- my oldest friends is on WHYY? Really? Yes. Really? Shirley Min. So you can check her out. Uh-huh. She has a little, yeah, little what, show. What's your show called? Uh, a little show. What's her little show? It's a bare knuckle fighting show, right? My mom probably watches it. She is yeah, all it's, it's bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> it's actually pretty. No, it's actually pretty good. Um, it is called You Ought to Know. How do you spell her last name? Uh, M I N. Okay. All right, look that up. It's we all good? Yeah. Good? Everybody good? good on PBS? All right. Okay. Yeah. This week they examined the Toronto balloon knock. I'm going to move along <laughs> with a story about Neil Young. As requested, Neil Young's music, music will be taken off Spotify. Uh, Rolling Stone reported that after the singer-songwriter demanded his music be pulled in response to podcaster Joe Rogan's misinformation regarding COVID, uh, the streaming service complied. Uh, in a letter posted on the official Neil Young archives page, Young thanked his label, Warner Brothers, by uh, for standing by him and ultimately taking a financial hit and slammed Spotify, labeling it a very damaging force via its public misinformation and lies about COVID. Uh, Young went on to explain, Spotify represents uh, 60% of the streaming of my music to listeners around the world. Almost every record I've ever released is available. My life's music, a huge loss for my record company to absorb. Yet my friends at Warner Brothers, Reprise Records, stood by me. Uh, recognizing the threat the COVID misinformation on Spotify posed to the world, particularly for our young people who think everything they hear on Spotify is true. And he said, unfortunately, it is not. Uh, Spotify said that if he ever wants to come back on, uh, that they will put it back on if he wants it that way. Wolfgang Van Halen will head out on tour next month after pushing his joint dates with Dirty Honey back uh, due to the uh, pandemic upsurge. And he said that he's already hashing out ideas for Mammoth Wolf, uh, WVHM, WVH's second album. Let's get a little wonky saying that. Uh, but admitted that he won't start tracking the new set for a little while, but he's, he's already working. On I love it. Do you think he'll just shorten it to Mammoth or... Probably Mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you do the WVH or Wolfgang Van Halen, like it just gets a little too wordy. I agree. I yeah. agree. I think he could just be Wolfgang Van Halen. He could be a solo artist. Yeah. So. Uh, they're playing the Fillmore. He and Dirty Honey will be playing the Fillmore on uh, March 30th, by the way. Yes, Do, do you want to listen to any of this Coldplay BTS song? Sure. Yeah, right. I haven't heard it. Here we go. You, you, you are, you are my universe, and I, I Yeah, super poppy. When yeah. morning comes, I watch you rise. But it's, you know, it's got a great melody. Josh! Yeah, obviously. Come on, man! Were they, was that them singing at the beginning with him, I guess? Yes. Or, okay. Oh, here we go. Got like the Katy Perry production behind it. Sounds yeah. like. All right. Well, it's a huge, huge hit for them. So, all right. And then one last thing. <laughs> Speaking of huge hits, Meatloaf is proving to be bigger in death than in life. The late singer's streams are up an astounding two thousand five hundred eighty-three percent uh, since his January twentieth death. This is what usually happens when a, when a legend yep. passes yep. away. I said, I, I, I when he died, I said I was going to take a, a deep dive into the uh, the Meatloaf song catalog, and and I did. In fact, I recommended a document. Well, it was a, 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 a documentary that focused in on the creation of Bad Out of Hell, and yep. it was great. Uh, Billboard reported from January twenty first 
The day the rocker's death was announced through January 23rd, on-demand audio and video streams of Meatloaf's music soared uh, to 15.9 million, according to the initial reports. Um, that's up from 593,000 streams over January 18th. I don't. Um, I don't. There's been a few uh, musicians, artists, deaths that, that has resulted in me listening to their music and going through their catalog. I didn't do that with Meatloaf. I, you know, I can recall doing it with um, uh, Tom Petty. Tom Petty, David Bowie, uh, Beastie Boys, Eagles. Are you saying you'd do anything for death, but you won't do that? <laughs> no, but I wasn't. The question really was for you guys: Is it something that you guys regularly do when when a, a musician? If it's someone I like, away? yeah, yeah. I think I, I did it with Walter Becker when he passed away. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was something that, that I really didn't listen to a lot anyway. That I would do that, right? So, you know, Sometimes I, I do gain a better appreciation though, and I, I I'm mad at myself for having waited that long. But like right. with Prince and David Bowie, for example. Yeah. I liked them when they were alive. I just right. didn't appreciate them for what they were. And so it took their deaths to make me really dive deep on their stuff, you know? And I'm glad that I did, but just I, I wish I had done it while they were still alive. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, you know what, Case, I haven't. Uh, I mean, I know what you're talking about, about, okay, I'm going to go and listen to a bunch of this. Yeah, I, I did when, actually when Michael Jackson died. Yeah. Huh? I remember listening to a lot of, of, uh, of Michael Jackson <laughs> and just going, <laughs> wow. He means that. You got it, buddy. Leading the the way uh, for the streams was uh, 1993's I'd Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that. That one went up the most. So that was an enormous hit, uh, I think even more overseas than it was here. But it was, um, yeah, uh, that album, I wonder what the final record sales would be on, uh, or at this point, of uh, Bat Out of Hell, where it stands in the... uh, Right. All time, yeah, the old time. Marissa had told me that uh, I would do anything for love. I think it was number one in like twenty six countries or something. Wow. Do we have? I, we might have audio of the the Queen's Guard playing. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, hang on, it's somewhere. Yesterday, I think it was sent over. Uh, there, wait, there's uh, Eric Church did a tribute. Hang on, yeah, go to so go to sorry. Scepter, go to Queen, <laughs> go to England. Buckingham Palace, here it is, here it is. Queen's Guard, Meatloaf. Right. <laughs> I found it. Thank you. Peter, people say, yeah. I think that's really, really nice. Really nice treat. The Queen was yeah. a huge fan. Yeah. She had a meatloaf poster in her. <laughs> I had no idea. The one where he's on the motorcycle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. He's like a bat out of hell. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, also, by the way, that was, uh, that accrued 3.2 million streams from 21st, 23rd. Um, and uh, just below that was Paradise by the Dashboard Light. That drew 3.1 million streams. Uh, two out of three ain't bad, 1.9 million. And uh, Bat Out of Hell, the title track, 1.6 million streams as well. What's the other one? Two out of three, eight bad. Oh, um, what's he got? Oh, man. Uh, you want me to pull up the catalog? Yeah, pull up, pull up the, the list. Yeah, because there's there's one that that I think should be in there as well. Uh, as uh, took well. the words right out of my mouth. Thank you. You took the words right out of That's my great, mouth. That is a great song. <laughs> Must have been while you were kissing me. <laughs> this is the one right out of my mouth. That's 
one. I don't know. Sad but true. I was, I was just about, about to say I love you. I love you. The words right out of my must have been while you were good. Take it away, Rocky. He said the words right out of my I had a billion words to say. <laughs> I had a billion words. I didn't want that locker anyway. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, that's uh, it uh-huh. for music news, yeah. in case you were wondering. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second, and uh, we'll wrap it up, and we'll get the letter of the day. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's almost Friday. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah, like that. Um, sunny today. We like that too. It's a very, very nice day. A little bit on the cool side, but still, it's a pretty day uh, tomorrow. I have about thirty-nine clouds coming in. With that, some snow. It's going to lead into Saturday. And if you're down towards the shore, of southern Delaware, you might get hit pretty bad. Uh, we'll see how the forecast uh, shapes up between now and tomorrow. Give you a little bit more on that. I would like to thank our lone guests of the day. We had Joel and Leah, who came yeah. by this morning. They're British YouTubers who are visiting Philadelphia. We spent some time with them when we were in London. And uh, they came into town to uh, do some filming for their YouTube show. We figured, hey, come on by. We'll uh, we'll sit down with you guys and and play a game and have a good time. and A lot of fun. Yep. They're, they're going to go to the Sixers game tonight. Yes, they are. And they're a lot gonna, of people are asking if they'll, uh, I, I, hopefully they'll be seen. Get out and try some uh, cheesesteaks and some other local fare and uh, see the sites and, and then put it up on their uh, on their YouTube channel, which should be pretty cool. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. How you doing, man? Saskatoon. 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 It's a screamer. Um, there is a Guess Who song called Running Back to Saskatoon, which is the first thing I thought of when you said that. And uh, my friend, my late friend, John Clater, used to um, play it when we were in high school. And we had all dreams, my high school buddies, um, four of us, of driving in his beat-up Chevy 2 into Saskatoon, playing that on an 8-track while we were driving down the main drag in Saskatoon. Uh, We never did make it to Saskatoon, Mm. but I've always thought of that song by the Guess Who called Running Back to Saskatoon. Do you think you might at some point, uh, just for the hell of it, visit Saskatoon? Without John, I don't know if it would be as fun, but right. I might go in his honor yeah. and drink some Everclear. <laughs> uh, he turned me on to Everclear um, only once. That was all it needed That's to burn need. a channel down my throat. Mm-hmm. It took me weeks to recover from, but uh, then I threw the rest on a fire, and the fire exploded. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Strong stuff. So There's, you never know. Guess who's Canadian, right? Yes. They? Yeah, they're Canadian. Bernie Cummings, uh, Randy Bachman. Yeah. We later went on to form Bachman Turner Overdrive. Correct. I saw them with you in Toronto. We went That's up right. for that SARS festival, That's and it was right. ACDC, the Rolling Stones, Rush played Preston. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Justin Timberlake came out with the Rolling Stones, which right. was really cool. And then the Guess Who were featured as well. Um, right. It was a SARS show or a benefit for SARS yeah, or whatever. Yeah, for SARS. Yeah, yeah, and I think 2003 or four, or whatever, anyway, in Toronto. It was a good time. Nice. Jim McGuinn was there. No kidding. Yeah, he was staying at our same hotel, I yeah. think. Anyways, these are the things I remember. They are. Uh, Can you recall a letter for our word? 
No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're Preston and Steve. Out along 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... T as in Tom tomorrow. All right, and we will give away our prize tomorrow, by the way. And we do have a Stephen Singer Jewelers Valentine's Day prize pack, including a Ring of Hearts diamond necklace and... Oops, I lost my music. Uh, and uh, triple emerald, triple emerald city rose bundle. One of each of their new, brand new roses: Emerald City twenty four karat gold dipped rose, Emerald City rose gold rose, and the Emerald City platinum dipped rose. Uh, with display stand and signature rose scent. It's from Steven Singer Jewelers. You can visit IHateStevenSinger dot com for fast free shipping on Steven's signature gold dipped roses for your Valentine. So what kind of sounds will be emanating from the Pierre Robert studio today, sir? Uh, <laughs> I can't get over I that. Know, they named it after <laughs> It's too bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had a double shot of the Pretenders yesterday that I played, and it made me want more. Oh. And then Pancake told me we had a letter actually requesting a full workforce block. So Chrissy Hind is just so amazing. She is. That sound. Absolutely. Uh, so a block of the Pretenders is, is in store for us. Uh, and uh, we also uh, want to play that new song that you featured from BBC and Coldplay. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah, whoever they were. <laughs> like BTS. Uh-huh. B- uh, yeah, or BTO. Yeah, uh, They're also hey, teaming yo. with BTO, Bachman <laughs> Turner Overdrive, You're taking care of Yellow and Parachute. It's going to be called Taking Care of the Yellow Parachute. <laughs> um, and so, anyway, the point of all of that was that I'm going to have a block of Coldplay. Ah, all right, nice. And, um, and probably won't have the BCES song in it. But and the, and the but I will have the CCR. BCES, it's a body cavity search. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Go ahead, anyway. Oh, the BTK. Is I remember that when I was back in the law enforcement days. <laughs> um, and CCR. Right. Ah, on MMR. Credence on yeah. MMR. I love it. All right. More initials tomorrow. Please All get right. it's, it's your initial <laughs> show on the Pierre Robert experience. All right. I'm going to thank our. PRE. Our, our, your, what is that? PRE. Oh, Pierre Robert experience. Yeah. I like that. I want to thank our sponsors. Brought to you by DD. Dunkin' Donuts. Thank you. Hey! Uh, the official. Steve show run on Dunkin', dude. Coffee of the President's Steve and show. That. And uh, ACME. <laughs> That's Acme. country music That's Acme. experience. No, it's Acme. Uh, download the Acme app, and you can see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks uh, today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. By the way, uh, in our contest we did today with the Brit or Not a Brit, uh-huh. all contestants won some cool prizes. We gave away $25 Amazon gift cards and a month Philo subscription code for the new documentary that Janet, event Janet Jackson. Excellent. On Philo, which brings you unprecedented access to the global icon and an intimate, honest, and unfiltering look at her old, old turf. Her untold story. Her untold story. It uh, premieres Friday at 8 on Lifetime and streams save day on Philo. You can start your free trial at Philo.com. And also, we set them up with a case of Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Brewed with organic grains from the country's finest fields, Michelob Ultra Pure Gold is the first nationally available USDA certified organic beer. With only two and a half carbs, 85 calories, and clean balance finish, it's superior choice to complement balance active lifestyle. Nice. Yeah, Get some yeah, more wordy copy yeah. for me there. <laughs> uh, and... Oh, uh, I hit the wrong button. I'm so sorry. I tried to give you more bed there, Preston. It's, it's okay. also Sarah, our music director's birthday today. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 the 
wonderful music director and uh, does all kinds of stuff on the box. Uh, she is uh, our uh, birthday girl today. She's phenomenal. She's one of my yeah. favorite people. Yeah. She's swell. She and she had me a birthday card for my birthday the other day. Did she really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get her. I'm so guilty. Feel terrible. I didn't know it was her birthday today. Uh, horrible people. All right. Uh, tomorrow. Maybe she likes some uh, Michelobas. <laughs> on our program, uh, comedian Jared Freed will be joining us. Nice. Uh, comedian Alyssa uh, Limperis. Limperis, yeah. And it's also Nick Murphy's birthday. Hey! popular month for birthdays because Bill Weston has one, me, Nick Murphy, Sarah, a whole bunch of us. So, what a uh, month. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-